0: Welcome back to Ready Player You. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we have a huge ordeal going today. We have a a special guest coming online. We're going to get to an email real quick, and then we're going to introduce this guy and get him on the air and have him talk about uh, his song. So uh, as tradition allows and dictates, we are going to crack our beer for the episode and cheers, cheers to our listeners and to each other. Let's kick it off. Okay, so we're going to pick one email from what we got in this week, and then we're going to save the rest for the end so we can get this guy on the line and get through this email because there's a lot to cover on this. Uh, Our email comes from Timmy. Uh, It says, Here's a song that reminds me of my Uncle Ronald. He was always there supporting me no matter how I acted. I would do anything to sit down and talk with him. Uh... There's a documentary that came out right before he passed. This this song was played on a documentary of Carrie Hart, the freestyle motorcycle rider. And I did some research on that, and it's called "Good Times with Carrie Hart," produced by a guy named Johnny Vegas, um, out of Nevada. Um, the Carrie Hart is Pink's husband, uh, father. He Carrie uh, Hart's a father to her baby, to their babies. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim says, I found no information on the song, but I finally found it on this documentary and decided to share it. So what I did is I went and I found this video. Uh, I, I got I clicked on the link that he said, found the video on YouTube, uh, started doing some homework, found out the guy who wrote the song lives in um, Nevada, and I forgot the town. I think it was called uh, Herbert, Nevada or something like that. It's not far from Vegas, I, I don't think. And then I found out the guy owns a business, so I dialed the number, and it went to voicemail. So I hung up the phone and shot a text message, since it said it was a mobile number, and described our podcast, told him what we're trying to do. About 20, 30 minutes goes by, I get a phone call, and it's from a guy named uh, Sean Ely. And turns out he wrote that song. Uh, He has... Not a whole lot of computer experience, so he has friends that put the YouTube videos up for him, the Instagram and the Facebook accounts. And he started talking to me. I talked to him for a good 20, 30 minutes about the music and stuff like that. And he wanted to go ahead and hop on the air with us and describe the song and the motivation behind it. And uh, I figured we could give him a call right now and see.
1: Yeah, and he sent me uh, the link. I listened uh, to the song, and uh, it was really good, really well done. Uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. well
0: let's get him on the line and see if we can talk about it
2: Mike. brother how you doing
0: sean how you doing brother i was just describing how the email went and everything like that and uh uh the song that we were talking about that was in that youtube video was uh i believe you said it was called dream chaser
2: yes that's correct yes sir
0: and uh that song, uh, here's the email. It says, uh, Timmy writes, This song reminds me of my uncle Ronald. He was always there for me, supporting me no matter how I acted. I would do anything to sit down and talk with him. Uh, the documentary came out with Carrie Hart, uh, Pink's husband, right before my uncle yeah. passed. And that song was playing in the documentary, and it reminded me of him, and it, it touched him deeply. So I got my buddy Matt on the line here. Love
1: that. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. No, no we're glad to actually be able to talk to you. Uh, Mike sent me a link to um, the song with the, the video, with the, all your uh, designs and the stuff uh, that you do. And, uh, you know, just like Tim, I uh, know the song did touch me. Um, I don't know the background behind the song, but uh, with me, when I listen to music, uh, you know, certain uh, parts of the song, can I can relate to it. So you know, it, I I really enjoyed uh, the song.
2: I can hear you. I, I, I'm hoping. so I'm on speaker in my living room, and I hope you can hear me clearly.
0: Uh, we can hear you great. Yeah. I, I just forgot to turn the Wi-Fi off on my phone, so it it mumbled part of the audio there. I can clip that out and post. Okay. All right. Um. So what what was the motivation behind Dream Chaser? What what was the meaning and all that stuff? I know you said that, uh, when we talked and I first got a hold of you uh, that that it had uh, a lot of uh motivation in it.
2: Yeah, uh, so uh what's our new friend's name?
0: Uh Timmy. You-, you mean you mean my Tim- co-host?
2: Your co-host, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's Matt. Matt, yeah.
2: Matt, okay. Uh and then are, are we on the phone with who, I I'm I'm trying to like figure this out like I,
0: I got you I got you on uh your bluetooth Bluetoothing through the computer to our studio microphones. So it's just us and you. you right now.
2: Oh cool, cool, yeah. So um, I was going through a hard what's interesting is of a summary related to the lyrics and to the rhythm and to that I wrote that actually when I was going through a hard time and uh I was with, with a person I'm not going to try to name names or put nobody down or nothing like that but no no uh, um, i I got to be to the point where uh okay, so yeah you, I love it when I talk to you. You brought up so, so it, it's interesting because you bring up things from my past that I that I, I it's very interesting and I was going through a hard time and uh, a couple of people I was I was thinking about at that time in my life never let anybody take away your dream and that was the actual thing the first thing I scratched down on a piece of paper was never let anybody do that and so um, at that point in time uh, I had just gone through a divorce and. I mean, I'll tell you whatever you want to, you know, all that. But, um, and, 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 and then I, and I thought, after that, I thought, well, you know what? Never, never let nobody do that. Take some time and chase a dream or two. Never let anybody take that away from you. Do what you love. Love what you do. And guess what? It'll make you feel brand new. So I scratched that down. Mm. And so I, I, I was write poetry, and that's where it came from. Stemming from, uh, like, a, turning a negative energy into
0: a. Oh, oh! You cut out there. Turning a negative energy into a positive. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, that's exactly how I look at things too. That's yeah. that's a lot of motivation for me when I like, I don't know. I had some negative things happen in my life, so I started growing my hair out to donate it to kids with cancer, or I'll start, you know, giving back to the community, things like that, to try and, if I see the joy in other people's lives, if I see them happy. That makes me feel like I did something positive to offset the negative that happened to me. They don't need to know about it. They just need to know that somebody was there
2: absolutely, and sometimes uh that's the only thing that they need to see like uh, like one person can make a big difference exactly yeah. also, so always writing- I'm sorry
1: oh no, I'm sorry um you know like how you guys have that you know, for me, the way I kind of got the song is uh there's a part of the song that's about uh are you seen someone like working with your hands or, uh, something like that? And, um, I mean, for me, that was, uh, kind of like how, um, like I used to look up to my dad before he passed. Um, you know, he was a, you know, hard worker. He never, uh, denied us anything, even though we we're, you know, he was living in South Dakota and I was in California and, um, no, he did taught me how to use to work with my hands. So I know how to do log furniture, um and that's something i always looked up to he's like you know just put distilled in me you know like the hard work ethic and you know he he never really put us down he's always just so supportive um you know and just always wanted the best for uh, all of his kids so i mean that's what kind of how what i got from that song
2: yeah and so i've written a lot and, and i write a lot like all the time um Hold on, let me get my my uh, my wife to get uh, my my. Uh... So I wrote. An... Hold on, I'm writing this down right here. while We're talking.
0: <laughs> no worries, you take all your right. time, brother. You're the star.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Oh uh, no, I'm not.
0: Yeah, you are. You're well. I was getting all excited just to get set up today.
2: Can you get for the leather book of poetry? It's in there. Um, so uh, at the same time that that time frame, and it's interesting that you bring that up because. I always ha- I've always believed that if one person believes in you you can it it does it makes an impact and sometimes you don't even know it you have no idea um well, just so in, instead of, just uh, like we music, were talking the
0: other day about the positive yeah, influences
2: I, yeah you you bring up a lot of positive uh beautiful beautiful memories like like um so I instead of artwork I'm talk um sorry instead of music I'll tell I'll tell you about artwork so I've always airbrushed And this young guy was in there, and he was looking at me, and he was like, "I want to, I want to do that. I want to paint on those pictures." I said, "Okay, well, you can do it." And he goes, "I'm gonna practice." So I took my airbrush and I unscrewed it, and I handed it to him. I go, "Here, rolled it up, right? Hand it to him. Here you go. Practice all you can. Do it." And he's, and then I'm talking 20 years later. I was at a show. I was doing a show. He, he came up to me and he goes, "You know what? I'm an airbrush artist." And you probably don't remember me, but the reason I am is because you handed me an airbrush one time. I go, "Oh my gosh, I do remember you!"
0: <laughs> Holy that, that cow! That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you you threw a positive rock into the water, and those waves came back.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, and it was like it was amazing. Uh, like the way he he talked to me. He was, Man, I'm telling you, and I and we we got to spend some time together. And of course, you know, we all we all cross paths in life and it was really amazing that he uh came back and to tell me that that was uh, to me that was a beautiful thing
0: i love hearing stories like that yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely like you know you do you know something uh you know good for somebody and then no oh, years later they'll they'll remember you for like oh you did this for me even if it's like could be the the smallest thing uh yeah. you know that always makes
2: a big impact on people's lives oh yeah, yeah absolutely um you, you walk away from the situation and go on All I did was ham and airbrush, and I talked to him for, like, I don't know, just, like, maybe five minutes and said, you can do it. He was just a young kid, maybe, I don't know, 10 years old. He's like, and I thought, you know, do it. And then, you know, 15, 20 years later, he came up to me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, if you could only be in his mindset at that time, he saw something you did and was like, wow, how does one person do that, decides to get the courage to talk to you, you said something positive to him, gave him a little tiny bit of push of influence in the positive direction, and it just took him in a direction he didn't even know existed.
2: Right. And so I don't know if he's still, you know, I haven't got to speak to him again, but uh, I mean, hopefully, I pray, I pray that, you know, he is, but I mean, yeah, everybody has their own path, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm exactly.
2: I, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that I've, I've never had a job and I've done artwork all my life. Artwork, music, um, so.
1: Uh, so speaking about music, um, so what influenced you to do music and uh, your type of uh, art that you do?
2: Okay, so I so I've drawn um, since I was a child and i've I've actually written poetry since I was five years old and i I had this little book and I've kept it my whole life. And I still have it today I, it's it's, wow. in there, it's little it's simple little, I don't know naive uh, childlike poetry, but hey, um, sometimes but, simple but, does but, it. Yes, <laughs> love in your heart isn't put there to stay. Love isn't love to you give it away. It's only two Ooh, lines, but
0: that's good. That's what, a what that's a, a it's almost a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that from like fifth grade haiku yeah, yeah. poems. Yeah, that was that's yeah. Japanese, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, holy cow! I just went back to the fourth grade and shit right now. Oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs>
1: or junior high
0: or something. Something. Yeah. I, well, my memories are fuzzy. I did a lot of oh, herb. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <I'm just laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, we, uh, I had trouble. I got a hold of Johnny Vegas, um, yeah, he, miraculously. He yeah. I, I sent him a very lengthy email describing that I'm not full of shit and that I actually talked to you and trying to, uh, convince him to give me a digital copy of your, your, you had actually a one hit wonder song that hit the radio stations in the nineties. And I believe you told me it was called midnight sky.
2: Yes, that's. That's correct, yeah. yeah.
0: And I did everything I could possibly do to get a hold of this song. It has been very well kept, which is hard to do uh, from getting it online, because just about everything is online these days. But these songs were recorded before you know YouTube and all the access was as easy to get a hold of as it is now. Um, but he emailed me back and said I'd have to get a hold of you, and so I was thinking, if you're up for it, we could do a whole episode with you and your albums once. If I have to buy them off you, fine. That'd be great, because then I can say I own a piece of history, and, and music history, and then I can digitize them, put them on my phone or the computer, and then we can do a whole episode on your albums if you want, or talk about anything you want.
2: Yeah, so um, I, I, I did find a friend that could burn the album, and then I'll, I'll, I'll mail it to you. I would love for you to like listen to the album, and I'll send you all the lyrics so that you can like, you know, um, we did rock and roll, but it wasn't like like heavy, heavy. So you can hear clearly exactly what we were um, talking about.
0: No, that's but great because I, I listened to we well, me and Matt, we listened to everything from. We're really eclectic when it comes yeah, to music. Yeah, that's we, a that's a twenty dollar word. I like that. Um, it's almost a fifty. <laughs> ooh, fifty dollars. I could use fifty dollars. <laughs> so we we listen to everything from. Uh, uh, mariachi music all the way to heavy metal all the way to uh you country know, country reggae. To reggae yeah we listen to everything there's mm-hmm. not too much we don't listen to and so we're i guess well-rounded well-versed yeah, in yeah, in definitely. the ways of music that we appreciate yeah.
1: uh speaking of one hit wonders um we are doing this episode on uh, 90s one hit wonders uh what's one of your favorite uh, one Hit Wonders from the 90s.
2: Yeah, so, um, and it's interesting, after talking with you guys, uh, Dream Chaser, well, uh, let me let me rewind. So, the one that actually got on the radio was uh, Midnight Sky. That is the one that you just brought up a moment ago. Yes, sir. And it, it was only in a network of stations that were here in Nevada, Arizona, California. And it only was on there for like... A month or a month and a half, you know.
0: And that's more than and most uh, people can say. Oh yeah, definitely.
2: Oh yeah, we were playing music at the Hard Rock every year. We Huntridge, um, we played. Oh my gosh!
0: I think you the, said you know? House of Blues.
2: Okay, so that not that so now you got my so every time I talk to you, you get my mind <laughs> re- 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 <laughs> all this stuff. Um, so yeah, okay. So I'll talk about House of Blues that night. So we were out there playing and Hemlock. These guys are, like, big as can be. Um, I'm ADHD, so my mind races every direction. I'm
0: sorry. I got, I got a little bit of something. I don't know if it's OCD or if it's – I don't know what it is, but I got the memory of a chicken, and I, and I do three projects at once. So I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm definitely the same <laughs> <Yeah>. way.
1: <laughs> Trying to multitask, like, five different things at one time, but still focusing on – all of them give them the same so that not one is getting less uh, yeah. attention and then that's when everything's just jumbled and uh, oh yeah
0: screwed. that's the beauty of having our own <laughs> shows we can we can go well one of our mottos is we go off the cuff yeah. you know we don't prepare we just kind of get at it and have a good time
2: yeah I love it that's a beautiful thing. I, um yeah so uh, we, we were talking about hustle blues so that's yes, night, every played every did their show. And I was backstage, uh, and at that time, uh, Johnny Popper um, was back there. You know, Blues Travelers. Everybody knows the name. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue, Holy yes, shit,
0: yes. that's right. You did mention yes. him the
2: other day. Yeah. So, and you brought that memory up, and I love it because that Friday night, we everybody did their thing, and then, then Saturday night, uh, everybody did it again. And then I was like, I was going to leave, and the Blues Travelers guys were like, hey, you know, come backstage. I'm like okay come back like i went back there and we got to talk and just hanging out and johnny popper is probably one of the most phenomenal harmonica players in the world you know
0: yeah he's
1: legendarily yes, known yeah, for it yeah. you can tell from the songs it's, well, it's great
2: yeah yeah absolutely 100 percent. and uh so so we're talking and then i go man I, I'm, I'm gonna try that i just did a couple little riffs on it you know like staying around so now now i do play harmonica in different bands um now uh but so that night before the end of the night he goes hey before you leave hold on and he used to wear these he used to wear these like fishing gear with harmonicas in it
1: yes yeah yeah i've never seen those in
2: some of the videos so he he pulled one out and he hands to me he goes try a sea heart i go okay so he gave it to me and i went home with it
0: he airbrushed you (laughs) <laughs> he gave you an airbrush gun there you go
2: yeah that's another part
0: <laughs> holy shit he did it he did it to you too Yeah that's great that that wave came back to you from the friggin blues traveler holy shit that's awesome
2: I, I <laughs> yeah so i just love the, the communication and the and the love and i try to return it i try to like be genuine and, and, and honest about like i would i will try that and now i actually do play harmonica and and i do that. So I kept that harmonica for over 24 years. I told you I'm old, right?
0: No, no, you're not old. No, no not at all.
2: <laughs> so um, so get this. So my little nephew, um, now you got me rambling. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. So my little nephew, <laughs> <laughs> so my little nephew uh, turned 12, right? And uh-huh. we're at a birthday party. And so the week before, he was up at my ranch and I was playing harmonica and he was just like to- totally inter- entertained with it. He's like, "Oh my gosh." So, I took that same harmonica that Johnny Popper gave me. huh And I was busy. I said, "I'm giving you this cuz you like the you said you like it. I'm going to give you this." And I said, "When you're a teenager, I'm going to tell you a story."
0: Oh yeah. I said,
2: "Yep." So he has it now and I-, and I told my sister. I said, "Tell him, you know, take care of this, please." Uh, cause when he's a teenager, I'm, he's going to, you know, now you can Google it. I go, that's, that's where that came from. He's going to be like, no way.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So if you had to pick a, a one hit wonder of the nineties that you liked, would it be, you know, blues traveler? Cause he wasn't exactly a one hit wonder. He had a few hits, but. No, um, actually I this um, uh, run around, run around
1: another, uh, big kid. And both those were in 95. Yeah. He had and a few hits
0: hook and run yeah. around yeah he yeah, had a couple those, hits those so nice, i can't say he was a one-hit wonder no but he's well, definitely a, a legendary influence well we
1: we will probably play his song uh sometime this episode uh just just for just you to, yeah just definitely just because you got some from the an actual blues traveler
0: <laughs> that would be awesome yeah
2: oh uh, we, we hung out and they're they're all like super cool guys i mean it was it was a it was a great time seriously it was a wonderful yeah yeah Yep, Man, very. I, good. Yeah.
0: I, I can't wait to hear so much more. I want to do a whole episode with you if you're down for it.
2: Yeah, now you got me. I'm digging out my old CD. Well, I produced three. <laughs> but the yeah, one, but the one that really.
0: The band you were in, was, it was it was called Dripline?
2: Yes, that's yes.
0: Okay, I, I I'm going through my notes here right now just to just no, uh, a keep keep uh, keep a few things on tab here. That way. Uh, uh, since we got you on the line, I want to I want to promote you. I want to find out everything I can. Well, at least for what time we have.
2: No, I'm fine. I mean, it's up to you guys. I'm I'm just I'm done for the day. I'm I'm at the ranch, and when I'm at the ranch, I'm out I'm out in the desert. There's no cars going by. There's no noise. I'm just oh, my my that's relaxation. That's awesome. Station. My relaxation station.
0: <laughs> You're living the dream, brother. You're living the dream.
2: Well, and and back then, you know, I bought this when I was 24, and I thought I just love being out here. So I have a now, I live here, so it, uh, now I have a shop on my property for airbrush. I know we're talking about music, but music... Um, no,
0: you say whatever you want, dude. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay, cool. But yeah, so I have a shop on my property where I still do airbrush. And, so, and you've seen the artwork online, the, the things that I do.
0: Oh, yeah, the yeah. welding helmets, the everything. No, I was remembering you were saying um, that documentary that Carrie Hart has that song in uh, Dream Chaser, that Pennywise was supposed to play that song?
2: No, that's my song. Uh, so, all right. So I was talking to Johnny Vegas yesterday after you contacted us, and so Pennywise had a different song, and it was a little faster. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know all the details of the issue why they pulled out, but Pennywise wanted a different number and like money wise, m- money to they to money. cover your song. No, no, no. I, I I wouldn't let. I mean, now I would probably, but yeah, back then I said. Um, to Johnny, I go. So Pennywise wanted more money to actually be part of it. You know that thing.
0: Oh, be part of the documentary. And, okay. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
2: So I, I've always made my money. I I made some money doing uh, music, but and, and and like when when I played the hard rock, I would make a little bit of money, and we we'd play it every year. But I didn't make that much. My artwork um, paid the bills. I I was doing very well. And I'm still fine. I'm like, it's it's great. So my point is, they, so they pulled out. They said, no, we we're taking our 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 song off. So they have no idea what this song is. They have no clue what this song is. And then Johnny Vegas, I went to school with Johnny Vegas, <laughs> and he called me. He says, hey, we need an opener, and he and he goes, I know the song you wrote, uh, Dream Chaser. Yeah. Um. He goes, that will be like when the movie starts, and I go, what do you want? I go, Johnny, just do it, just take it. So I, get, I handed it over. I didn't get a dime for it. I never have.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah, I had I had messaged uh, I had uh, messaged Timmy back about the email and the song and all that, and he said, yeah, I have a copy of that documentary. I said, are you kidding me? I said that'd be great. Can I get a copy of it? I'd love to use. Uh, you know the the Midnight Sky song on, on the episode that we're doing right now. And we weren't able to get uh, together so I could get the copy of the DVD and digitize the song so that we could use it. So it'll be an honorable mention in our One Hit Wonders of the 90s until we do an episode with you where we can get... The music prepared and do a full episode with yeah, you
1: and talk more about uh, your actual discography and
0: yeah. Uh, and so when I messaged Timmy back about it, he goes, "Yeah, that song's at the the Dream is at the beginning of this documentary, and it has Carrie Hart as a little boy with his dad and stuff like that." And yeah. that reminded me. Timmy said that it reminded him of when he was raising his son and he was getting into uh, skate parks and dirt bikes and bicycle riding and stuff like that, and. He it it hits him so hard, not only because of his uncle, but because it came full circle for him to watch his boy grow. And that song comes on, and he reminds him, him of his uncle, his dad, and him being a dad himself. So there's oh, multi levels. You've hit you've hit him pretty hard. He he says it's hard to keep his composure because the song means so much to him.
2: Oh, I love that. And, and any kind of art, would you do if it, if it reaches somebody, it's worth it. Uh, Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. That's that's all. I mean, and all I've done in my whole life is artwork. That's all I've. done That's my whole. Well, nineteen (laughs) eighty.
0: It's amazing stuff. You've made it into magazines. You've made it. uh, You've played music. You you cook. You're you're uh, an artist. You're a poet. You just. I mean, you're a friggin' rock star, dude. I don't know how you do it, but it's it's a god given talent, and you're not wasting it. That's for damn sure.
2: Well, it's a blessing, and I understand that. And what you said, the god given talent. I totally believe
0: that. Yeah,
1: I
2: mean, I don't
1: know how religious. I'm I'm pretty know, religious,
2: Matt's. Yeah, yeah Matt's no, religious. No, he yeah, he I dabbles.
1: Mean, <laughs> I no, I, I I probably. I mean, I don't show it most of the time, but no, I am. I yeah. You know, I, I grew up in church and everything. Um, and, you know, it's uh, you know, like everything. I mean, it, it's not a coincidence that Tim came across this. Getting a hold of you, then you get. And he knows,
0: and Tim knows me for like twenty plus years. Mm -hmm. He knows he's going to give me one thread of a sweater, and I'm going to start digging till I find the whole sweater. And now we're (laughs) on. Now we're doing a a show where you wrote a song in the '90s. You wrote a song that touched him, that changed his life. That I I mean, it's 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 surreal. It's hard to believe we're sitting here talking to you right now because I grew up reading those trucking magazines. That you did the artwork for, and I had no idea it was you, and now I'm talking to you. That's It's blowing my mind. Yeah, I grew Mike, up around... And Mike was so excited. He was like, dude, he just...
1: Oh, I- Timmy sent an email. He called me. He's like, no, I, we never <laughs> check the emails. Usually we wait till at the end of the show. He's like, I don't know, Some just... I checked it, and so I emailed this guy... And we end up talking for half an hour, and now he's gonna be on the show. I'm like, holy crap, that's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it came out of nowhere. Normally, yeah, like I like Matt was saying, I don't we don't read the episodes to uh, the emails to the end of the episode. So that if people write in, they have to hear the whole episode till they get to the end and be like, oh, okay, there. And that, that kind of boosts our numbers, but it, it gives them an incentive to listen to the whole show to see if we answered their questions before we get to the emails, and then it kind of puts them on a little bit of a spotlight where they can hear our answer and they're a part of the show, and that's what we want to do is include people. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's, that's um, and networking and, like, you know, making a bond that everybody, every person uh, desires. That's the two
1: things. Yeah, like, when I came yeah. up with the idea, I just, like, you know, we're talking about something, and if we couldn't think of it, you know, if you're in your car or whatever, you know, listening, you're yelling, oh, you dumbass, it's, you know, this, and you know, you're yelling at us because we didn't know something. Cause I, I go back and listen to our old episodes, and I hear something that like, oh I screwed. Up. I think we're talking about oh um, was it uh, the uh, bumblebee girl? Yeah, and, and then, the begin, then begin the song. I said butterfly girl. Yeah, and then I'm listening to it at work. And I'm like you dumbass! It I'm yelling at myself. Yeah, and this is a weekly. And that that
0: was over a song by Blind Melon. <laughs> yeah, by Blind Melon. Yeah, you know no rain. No rain. And yeah. so he corrected himself before the end of the song and all that. But yeah. And, and that's what we do is when we're listening to a, a, a documentary or something or we're watching The Simpsons or whatever, yeah. and we yell at the TV... It's like we're talking to the directors or something when we listen to the commentary, and that's in turn what people end up doing to us. So it's, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I like that. Or
1: watching Jeopardy or something, like, yeah, you know, yelling the, out the answer and they get it wrong. I'm like, oh, you dumbass. How did you not yeah. know that? Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so it's, that's the kind of reaction uh, I i want to get from anyone that listens to uh, our episodes and stuff.
0: Yeah, so the conversations that we're having with you, Sean, the, what we're sitting here talking about, we were just sitting outside having a beer one day, and he goes, this could be be the show and i'm like what like a seinfeld thing he goes no this is like what we're doing now this conversation this could be the show i'm like i'm down i just got my taxes let's start buying equipment and and now we're sitting here doing a show with somebody who's done stuff that that we can only dream of doing this is awesome i love it and i appreciate you being on here i I can't wait to come back and do another episode with you Yeah, yeah definitely i
2: would love it i mean it's interesting because i'm uh, to be honest, I'm going through a, sort of a hard spot in my life, and um, I'm glad I'm getting better every single day because I, I'm, I'm not the one to give up, and I will not. Exactly. I, just a beautiful person that came into my life, and she is like, I don't know, she's awesome.
0: Well, it's um, like uh, in that movie Marlboro Man and the Harley Davidson, or uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. No, I never when, watched it. Okay, well, Don Johnson's in there, and oh, yeah. Mickey Rourke's in there, and Don Johnson looks at him and he says, "Well, the right woman can make you, and the wrong one can break you." <laughs> He's not
1: wrong well,
2: there. Uh, it's funny that you said it because recently the wrong one was—I uh, was with her, and now uh, oh, they'll gone, do it, and uh, it's a uh, yeah, she's gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a point in my life. I was seeing a woman recently a few months back, and her crazy finally came out, and I said, "Peace, I'm out." And so now I'm talking with a different one. That's uh, she's just about you know having a good time, drinking a beer, have good conversation, and we're cool.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So I'm right there with you, brother. It's like it, you know I, I, I you know game recognized game.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was talking about the one head wonder thing. Oh yeah 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 oh yeah.
0: I got a memory of a chicken.
2: <laughs> yeah, Mid- midnight sky. My my friend Brian Smith played. Um, with us for a while, so well, he he had a friend with a radio, and that's how he networked. That I don't know how many. I mean, he that's how that happened. But um, if if you want to know the the real one, hit wonder it would be Dream Chaser because I thought about this. I go okay, so what what is okay? So
3: yeah,
0: I would song, say so because that has affected more people I know than than the other one.
2: And yeah, and so the one who I would say you know Dream Chaser because. The reason why it's still being sold today. Really? Now, all the songs is still being sold today because they sell it on Carrie Hart's uh, life story, uh, Good Times with Carrie Hart.
0: Boom. So- there it is. That's perfect. Oh, wow. Then we will play the whole song. And- as soon as we get off the phone, since you've described it, we'll play the whole song, and then we'll do a Blues Traveler song for you.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. You know what? I was actually thinking, instead of later, later on, uh, do a song and then we'll definitely... and then we'll
0: jump into all the one hit wonders that yeah. that aren't selling music no more like oh yeah like anybody else but sean's still selling this song and that's great and that that's perfect for the episode it's just you fit yeah. right in dude you know
1: yeah and we really yeah. appreciate you <laughs> taking the time out of your day to you know just bs with us and yeah dude you know, I, about, I i mean, this it's this real honor to you know some somebody that you know played in you know from know 100 people in Vegas play no performing in Vegas I yeah mean, exactly it's right, just that's uh that's pretty awesome I mean the biggest thing I've seen in Vegas was a one-man show that The Undertaker did earlier this year
2: no I was talking about um my you know Brian Smith and, and you know they there they're touring and stuff and so I got to hang out with those guys I actually got to talk to dad for a while and I'm going to see him again before they go to Europe they're going to Europe and and uh like I said I went through a thing and I, I have a good girl in my life now and and uh, they were like if you want to go you can go and she's like well just go but I go you know what I just want me and her have a new thing going so I'm gonna take care of that but yeah like I I gave some thought into this but the one I wonder would be it would be Dream Chaser because it's they're selling that, they're still selling that anyways I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I, I'm rambling now but I thank you for, thank you for letting me talk.
0: No man, I appreciate you you uh, letting us interview you and talk to you for a little bit. We'll get uh, I'll text you the address and uh, and we'll get the I'll get the music on the or get the music on the way. I'll get it all converted to digital. I'll put it on on a setup to where we can uh, talk some more, and then we'll play some songs and have you describe each song or whatever you want to do, or we could just play a, a little bit of each song and have you describe that album, whatever you want to do.
2: Oh, that's too cool. I'm happy. Just, just uh, text me and let me know. I'm I'm in brother.
1: You got it, man. I appreciate you being on the show, dude. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You know, we appreciate it so much. This
0: is, uh, been, well, uh, uh been it's been awesome.
2: So if I leave my phone on, can I listen?
0: Yeah. Well, once I record, and put it online. It'll probably be closer to maybe 10 o'clock at night once I finish editing and we go through all our songs and stuff because I have to separate the audio to put it on YouTube for you. But I will also give you a link to the whole episode.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate right, thank it. Thank you. Have a great evening. Are right, you,
0: you too. too. Bye. Bye. Dude, how fucking cool was that? That is so freaking awesome. So you want to you wanna bring up – Let's bring up the Dream Chaser song, then. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, definitely. Here, take uh, the pretty lady, Ooh. set her aside. Let's bring up that Dream Chaser song. And this is uh, Dream Chaser by Sean Ely. I'm going to play it uninterrupted so you all can hear it.
4: It's how fast time flies by Well, oh, that's what they say sit back and talk good old times and how it are like yesterday and there's a one afraid of living never let it begin are too busy or in wonder about how we're building The roses or do what you do Or at least take a minute To figure out just what that means to you There are things in life we will learn Through the things we choose No matter what life shows you How's living and I to you Take some time and takes a dream or two Don't let anyone Take that away
0: And so now, since we played Sean Ely's song, we're gonna do a coin of fate for Blues Traveler. Since I keep dropping a fucking coin, yeah. And you know, during the interview, he
1: said that he got to meet him; such cool guys. Um, he got a harmonica from him. Yeah, and I mean, they are '90s; they're not one-hit wonders. But in honor, in honor of honor Sean Ely, him,
0: definitely. Um, so, so we'll do. Let's pull it up on the on YouTube here. We got Hook. And, and run around. So hook will be heads, okay, and then run around be tails. So we will let the floor catch the coin. Yep. So it's That's unbiased. It. Well, we'll go. Point of fate. Here we go. And that is tails. Tails for
1: run around, I believe.
3: All
0: right. <laughs> hopefully, we remembered what we just said. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> that would be terrible be, if yep, we did it
1: backwards. Don't, don't yell at us if uh, we did it ass backwards. Ye-
0: yell at Matt. He couldn't remember. I was testing him.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you got the memory of a chicken. So
0: very true. <laughs> so here Wait. we go with a runaround. Oh, why did it jump? Well, we're gonna we're gonna skip that. Here we go with Blues Traveler Runaround. Um. So, <clears throat> so in honor, Sean Haley. E-
1: sorry, I'm damn it, Sean Ely, I'm sorry. So we'll have the shot of.
0: Oh yeah, let's do a, a shot. For, you know, for you Sean Ely and, and the Blue Traveler, and that's uh, Jim Bean Honey Bourbon Whiskey, and the song came out and actually in 1994. So it fits in our category, just not for a one-hit wonder. One-hit wonder, yes. Here we go with Run Around. <laughs>
4: and always be
0: All right, so now we can get back into our one-hit wonders of the 90s. Part two. <laughs> part two. <laughs> oh, man. I'm man, so, I'm, what a way to kick off an episode. Man, we're saving the rest of your emails to the end of the episode, so until you cut a one-hit wonder of the 90s, we're not going to put you at the front. Yeah,
3: definitely.
0: <laughs> and- Hopefully the phone call turned out really well. I noticed that... That sometimes the signal was cutting out a little bit, yeah. but for the most part, we got a pretty damn good interview. I, yeah. I loved it. I I, I want to hear so much more.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I would love to do a whole episode, and you no, know, just interview him. And uh, you know, there were some questions I wanted to ask him, but then I was like, maybe it should hold off until we until we do the do. full. E- like I then, wanted
0: to ask so much more too.
1: Then we could just you know just go balls out and just. Hey, you know, like, your influences, what would you listen to as a kid that wanted to get you into the music? Yeah. Uh, Influences, why you want to uh, do the airbrushing, you know, just get a whole backstory, and then, plus, you know, play his music, and meaning behind the songs, and, you know, that's going to be definitely... uh, a, an episode to look forward to because, you know, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, actually interviewing him. And I'm, I'm, to
0: him. Ho- I'm hoping we can do uh, a full episode with him after Black Friday because... I know we're going to take towards the end of the year, we're going to take the holidays off. Yeah. And that'll be the end of our season. Uh, But that way, uh, that way,
1: what, uh, November? Yeah,
0: right, right. Maybe a week or so before Thanksgiving, I think we're going to stop the season. Yeah, because. And we might pop in to say, you know, Merry Christmas, you know, Happy New Year, things like that.
1: Thanksgiving, yeah.
0: But what I'm saying is, I'm hoping it happens uh, after the end of the year because that way, when Black Friday comes, I can get our new setup on a deal. That way we can afford to invest more into the show and have a proper setup when we do that full episode so he he sounds better. The credit to him goes fully on good quality audio and, you know... Yeah, I mean it. We we it makes production easier to do the show when when we have yeah. good equipment and I stuff mean, like that. I mean, so doing that, you know, f- over phone
1: call, it definitely sound better than episode one.
0: Yeah, that's when I when I got that that email from Timmy, and I started researching it and found this guy, and he actually called back, and we're getting set up. I started realizing that I have no way of getting him on the air. By just holding the speaker, like, how am I going to hold it for, what if we talk for an hour, and I got to hold the phone next to the microphone, and then it's harder for him to hear you, so I panicked, I called my brother, I said, dude, I'm so pumped, but I can't think straight, help me. And he found a way for me to get this phone call so we could both have microphones and headphones and talk to him. Right. And so the only thing we were holding back was in signal quality, but for the most part it came out good. Yeah, yeah, no, no it came out great. So so now that we're kicking back into our One Hit Wonders, what do you have on the top of the list that oh, we left off on? Oh, I have... Uh, we we let off this episode with Blur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song um, number two, that was
1: pretty awesome. Yeah, Blur, that one uh, was uh, came out in 97. Uh, um... You know I didn't really look it up much, but just remembering you just don't
0: hear the, much about them, you didn't hear much about them after that. That was just a high energy song to start the episode. It was mm-hmm. a high energy song in the '90s, and then you wanted more and you never got any more.
1: Yeah um, and I'll, and that last episode, you know we got through a lot, and uh, some of these are definitely probably one hit wonders. Um, so I'm thinking of uh, oh, it's some tag team. Oh yeah! So, you know this one I did look up. um, And the song came out in nineteen ninety three. Okay, they hit the Billboard Hot Hot one hundred in nineteen ninety three at number Hmm. two.
0: That's pretty high on the list for a one hit wonder.
1: Yeah, I mean for ninety three. Yeah, I mean yeah. And um, uh, the first time I heard the song was in Mighty Ducks two.
0: Oh my goodness. That's that's right. that probably
1: the first time I heard the song and then uh Adams Family Values uh they they actually did the Adams Family song it's like whoops uh, is Adams Family it oh, was one wow. of the ending ending song that they actually did that That's right So I mean and uh what was it they did some uh, commercial to uh uh was it a chocolate it was like they're doing something yeah some was it was a hershey commercial
0: or was it I, uh nesquick or something some or shit. some shit yeah. some chocolate commercial and yeah.
1: then the the kids are looking at the parents and the parents are all dancing and shit that probably goes as old as us wow
0: oh my <laughs> god old as us now oh yeah and then oh these guys god. look old as fuck
1: so um <laughs> here's tag team with whoop there it is 1993
3: When you're launching a new product with a tight deadline... Two weeks? Grammarly.
4: Party <laughs> people!
0: <laughs> and Jesus Christ.
4: And my man Steve we're flow. We're back again from where?
1: Where'd they come <laughs> from and where they go? <laughs> exactly. We're back again. <laughs> what? <laughs> where? Yeah. where were you before this? See, and this is where and um, D2 Mighty Ducks... Uh, this is when they got their uh, their white jerseys in their final match of uh, the Olympic Games. Oh yeah! And it uh, was all dancing around, and this is this is the like most iconic scene, especially with this song. And uh, it's probably one of my favorite scenes. I mean, that, but you know, I was a kid when it first came out, and you know, I, I know I like the uh, Mighty
0: Ducks. You know, they're really, they're good movies. Yeah, dude, I like the Mighty Ducks movies so much, I bought all of them on Vudu. And I'll watch them every now and I showed them to my kid, and he was like, I showed him the first one, and he was like, wow, that was good. I said, they made more. He goes, they made another one? Yeah, Uh you want to watch the second one? Yeah. How many Uh did they make? Three. Three. And, uh, Can we watch them two, all? So we, we binged watched And them. two series on uh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I didn't watch those, but I did watch... I watched watch, the first season. I, I think we watched one movie <clears> one night, and we saved one for the next night, because that way we always have something mm-hmm. to look forward to. So we love sequels and stuff like that.
3: Yeah.
1: Out of all three, um, I'd definitely say second one is probably my favorite. Um, that's
0: the one I've probably seen the most. I tend to like the first ones, because that's the origin story, Right, but... It doesn't have all the characters. The history of the too. movies that I like has always been Part yeah. 2. Part 2s are always my favorites for whatever reason. Terminator, um, Mighty Ducks. Like, Mighty Ducks, I gotta say, yeah, that is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Back to the Future Part 2 was my favorite. Uh, you know what? I always like 3 better. Really? The Western one? Yeah. I liked Part 2 because it had that futuristic shit, the hoverboards and but blah, blah, blah.
1: For me, it's like, I have the same opinion as my mom, 2 is just too fucking confusing. Cause really you're going, you're going back to nineteen uh what fifty three yeah uh, but then you're going to 2023, the and then because you have
0: the alternate timelines and yeah, things so, like that i
1: mean that's like I mean, if you never watched the
0: movies, you, you can know, like, what well, the fuck is going that's on. That's just like in South Park when they had the goo and they said, oh, oh yeah. these are traveling through based on Terminator rules, not like Back to the Future rules, which would just be silly or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, they're making fun <laughs> of all the different theories of how to time travel. That's great. And then the Avengers touched on it. Oh, they... Like, what do you mean, like, Back to the Future? No. Uh, time it, cup, it, 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 it This new timeline wouldn't exist. It's a hot tub time machine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, and then Bill and Ted's excellent adventure and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And he said and then and Ant Man is sitting there and he's like, So So Terminator and Back to the Future are Total, total Bullshit. bullshit? Yeah. yeah. Oh dude that was the greatest. <laughs> I loved it. That was such a good tag to put in there. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got coming up next here? Okay. Um
1: you know what? Since it's uh there's a little rap, so or hip hop we could keep with the uh, same genre, yeah. Yeah, so I mean I have a lot of You know, this kind of random shit here. Um, Mark Morrison.
0: Mark Morrison. I wonder... Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Return of the Mac. Yeah. And this was in 1996. Okay. So, what's... uh, Any history on this?
1: Fucking... I have no idea. I think this was, like, the only big song you ever had... Um, I think they try to use it in some Nike commercials or some shit
0: not too long ago. Uh, I've, I, I mean, know. hell, one hit wonders seem to come back for commercials. Like, I think there was a Starbucks one that had Ronnie James Dio in it or something like that. Or oh, he was never a one hit wonder, though. no, no, he wasn't a one hit wonder, but they 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 pull these songs back from the beginning sometimes, right? And, uh, you hear it, and they rewrite it for like you know an enterprise commercial, a jingle or, or a something. jingle or yeah, a jingle. Yeah. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't, my vocabulary mm. escaped me. Yeah, I mean before they would
1: actually have people writing the jingles, but now the, all they're doing is like, oh, they're rewriting it. He, they're his, sampling his it. A song that we haven't heard in you know thirty years, or they're so using, the, using
0: the, the 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 beat from it or something mm-hmm. like fly like an eagle from you know yeah. that one uh, was that was R. Kelly, that was a uh, Space Jam. No, not that one. I'm um, that's I believe I can fly, but I'm saying that like fly like an eagle you'll know, fly like an eagle. They yeah. use that for the post office and shit. I think that was uh, R. Kelly still. No. That definitely was not R. Kelly.
1: Fly Like an Eagle?
0: Yeah. That um, was not R. Kelly. Not the one I'm talking about. I know the song that you're talking about. I don't think you do. Yes. But here's Mark Morrison with Return of the Mac. <laughs> Sometimes the volume bar doesn't come up so I can fade it out properly. I don't know why it does that. Yeah. So, okay, no. No, I was wrong. I was though
1: Fly Like an Eagle was really done by Steve Miller Band and Seal did it did Fly Like an Eagle for Space Jam.
0: Was it the same lyrics or totally different song?
1: Uh I don't remember. I don't remember hearing you know,
0: I don't remember Seal's song being on, but I only heard R. Kelly's version of that song because it was in the or music it, video no, that, and shit. That
1: was, um, uh, I, I Believe I Could Fly.
0: Yeah, that's the one I saw in the music video so on that, the
1: Boxer VH1 or that's whatever. That's the one I, I was thinking of, but then I would hear the Fly Like an Eagle. it's like... Okay, I know, but I know that was Seal, because you know. Yeah, uh, so it had the same title, but it was a totally different yeah, song. Yeah, okay. I, I
0: think I heard the Steve
1: Miller Band version maybe a couple times, maybe on the radio or something.
0: Well, okay, so wait, I was right about something. So somebody out there, write that down because it may never happen again. Okay, <laughs> what do we got? What do we got next on the list? Are we staying in the rap genre? Um, let's see if I have something. Um,
1: okay. <laughs> What 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 did
0: oh you read Oh my god Did you see a funny picture in your picture book? Oh, oh my god. Um fuck. I I don't want to see you fuck.
1: <sighs> Damn it. Um so Oh my god.
0: Good god, man. If, Get to if, it.
1: If you guys most of you that listen probably too young to remember Freak Nasty.
0: Freak Nasty. That's the name of the artist. And he will know. Oh, my goodness. Here yes. we go. Yeah. So, if you've ever watched a Tootsie Roll commercial, they're probably they probably think they did that in a Tootsie Roll commercial. Yeah. It's something. something. I don't yeah. know. One of those jingles that we were yeah. just discussing. So, this
1: was uh, 1996 with the Dip.
0: Wait, is that the original or is that the remake? I don't fucking care. Don't, we're not going to listen to them much of that
1: shit, anyways. <laughs>
0: Oh, here we go. I don't know what was the original. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't a cover episode, so fuck it. I don't know. Hey, hey, we definitely have to do a uh, part two on that one. That would be kind of cool to do co- because there's a lot to cover on yeah, that, and there's a lot I'm kicking my ass at. Uh, Dude, we could. That could be the tagline for the episode. There's a lot to cover here. That would be a good one. Oh yeah. I hope I remember that shit. You should write that down.
1: <laughs> Are you Van Wilder now? Write that down.
0: Yeah That was a good movie I like that so much I, I had to go I buy it that movie Yeah So here we go with Da Dip They play this at weddings and shit all the time Yeah, I was saying they play this at weddings all the time yeah Family functions Shit like that After parties Yep Might well, have been plenty of those When you're getting just Sauced up enough To want to dance mm-hmm. Your hips don't hurt Because the alcohol Yield them Or you're just old Yeah Fuck I make mistakes Sleeping huh? It don't take much To hurt me You know what's funny is he sits there, and as he's rapping and rhyming the song, he's teaching you how to do the dance without ever seeing the video.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I used to go to the club all the time, uh, and uh, I, I see man, everybody's, like, dancing to the song, and I'm like, what the fuck? Man, you're you're pop- just looking at it like, I
0: remember this is a one-hit wonder. Maybe I need more alcohol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they did have a video out there. Well, I was poor. I didn't. I was wondering how everybody knew how to do the The dances sometimes. The box. Yeah, I did get the the box. box. Probably. probably. 96, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So, I think I have one more wrap one. And... um, You see the pretty lady? Oh, yeah. So, I could be wrong, but, I mean, this is definitely one of my favorite... No definitely the top. I mean they have uh this rap band has a lot of influence. Uh they're from the Bay. So I mean they they rap with E40 um you know um uh, Mac 10, you know, all these uh OGs um so I we don't have much on it, but this was 1995. Uh Looney's got five on it.
0: I fucking love this song, dude. They did remixes of this song. It's been redone a bunch of times. One of those dudes looks like he looks one of the guys looks like Pharrell and the other one looks like Method Man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's uh, Yuck Mouth and Numb Skull uh, Yuck Mouth, he made it bigger than uh, Numb Skull Because he had uh, albums with Sebo um, You know, he did uh, a lot of stuff Yeah, Numb Skull, not too much uh, Kind of gave up after that This was like their biggest album uh, They did another album, uh, Lunatic Music And uh, a third album and they just didn't hit as big as this
4: risky. one. $5 bill, um. the
3: them and, the flick teasers, and
4: Got me off the land like where the bomb at. Give me two bucks you take a puff and pass my bomb back
0: that's where we all learned the rule of puff puff pass motherfucker yeah so Looney's uh, had a lot of influence, a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's up? So
1: I'm looking at that top one,
0: and I... Oh, my God. I, I used know, to sing this song. Would
1: Would you consider him a one-hit wonder? I mean, I think this was, like, his biggest hit. And after this, he didn't... Who, Biz Marquee? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and I'm looking up, and that's, like, I don't know any of these other songs... So I mean
0: we could but, I mean these have There's this one there's Little Troy want to be
1: a baller nah, there's, there's I there mean... has been some other ones uh by uh, uh Little Troy but I mean no True. Right, let's uh let's end the rap section with uh Bismarcky uh just a friend What year did this one come out? And this one came out Oh nope. Well, actually we can't use that. Can't use it? Nope cuz that was uh the was... end of the 80s.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, so almost. Bismarcky, you're on for another episode. Oh, yeah. What about Is Shaggy It Wasn't Me? Uh, No, because... No, he had a bunch of hits, too. Um, Naughty by Nature. Nope. Montel Um, Jordan, This Is How We Do It. That was definitely a one-hit wonder. uh, I
1: don't know if...
0: Was was it? Maybe. Check that out. Um, I want to know, because I like that song, too. Yeah, this is how I remember it was a one-hit wonder. I bet you a million bucks were my life because I remember seeing VH1 One Hit Wonders and they were like, "This is how we do it, just one time," because <laughs> they made fun of it.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. Yeah, you know what? Um,
0: shit. I think he or Biv DeVoe Poison. I fucking love that song. No, uh,
1: you know what? Let's go. Um, yeah, Montel Jordan. Because
3: damn it,
0: uh, I don't think he came out with any other. He albums. was for sure a one hit wonder. Yeah, but I love Belle Biv DeVoe's Poison. Still, Belle, still Montel Jordan. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. Let's, All right. uh... Sorry, Biz Marquis, you didn't make it. When did uh, Montel Jordan's One Hit Wonder come out? So this came out in '95. Perfect, that fits the the deal. So here we go with Montel Jordan's. This is how we do it: just one time, you One Hit Wonder. And
1: yet we haven't hit any '1997s. Wow!
3: <laughs> Holy
0: shit, we're totally doing it backwards.
1: Yeah, when I was going to the clubbing, all that, when I was younger, of course, they always had to play this song. Of course. And I was probably all in
0: dance floor, drunk who my ass, dancing with some chick I don't even remember who. It's perfect, because he says it's Friday night, and today's Friday, so. The party's here on the west side, so I reach for my and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. Hit the cause I'm He was promoting safe drinking and designated driving. <laughs> I never In thought that. What a role model for hoe and slay, slaying hoes, you know. That
1: was
0: shit, <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there he is. He's got his one hit wonder, another. Uh, minute and a half of fame so <laughs> so there's a song that i had listened to and i saw it on mtv one time didn't catch the name of the beginning or the ending how mtv put the title of the artist in the yeah. song and it come up and then i missed the ending of it or i saw the ending of it and had to find out more about this band and I was so hoping there was going to be more because they had a really hot chick in the video. They had a really cool convertible. And the song kicked off like it was on an old radio station. And then it, it clicked in to the studio sound. And I absolutely loved the song and the band. And they never came up with anything else. But I don't know what year it came out. So this one came out in 1997. Okay. So we were.
1: This was high school years. Was it? Ninety-seven.
0: Yes, it was, because I remember watching it on summer vacation. So we were like juniors going into, or we were sophomores going Going into into junior junior years around there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here we go, since we haven't revealed the name of the song yet. This is Fastball, The Way. This is the old radio sound I was talking about. I remember Mm the song like it was yesterday. Which is perfect because it came out during the summer.
1: Oh. Okay. I thought I was tripping. I'm like, wait a second. Why does it sound staticky? They shit? did that on
0: purpose. It was, was the like, old radio
1: sound. Oh, okay. Now I get the. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like.
0: This is the old audio. I got There was a high quality audio. I didn't pick it for whatever reason.
1: I don't know. No, when we do videos, I mean that's cool. We do a reaction, um, and this is relieving, relieving, reliving, reliving, you know, reliving. See wow. that chick in front,
3: her right
0: there. That's yeah. the one I liked. Ah. She had the longer hair. She had the cooler dress. She was just way hotter. Mm-hmm. She almost reminded me of Gina Gershon.
1: Oh wow, that's some name adventure.
0: Huh? I mean, they were both friggin' hot, but
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, what's uh, the next one of that? Because I seen two on the list here, but I definitely wanted fastball All the way. Yeah, um, which I got a shit audio copy of it. But
1: so you want to go with that other one I showed you,
0: or do you I want forgot me to what pick it was one? already. Memory of a chicken.
1: Okay, so um, you know what? What about did we do lit last time? I don't know. We could do it again. You you were crossing them off. I know, and I I might not have, but you no, know no, we did not. What? You no, know not lit. Oh, okay. No, I have one for after this.
0: Okay, so you want to do lit? Yeah. Okay.
1: I could have sworn that we did talk about it.
0: Or uh, we, maybe it was an honorable mention
1: before. Uh, I think before we recorded, we did it as a.
0: A test run? Yeah, test maybe. We might have when we did sound check. Yeah, it could have been, uh, but I don't remember. Uh, Lits, my own worst enemy. Uh, what year did this come out? Uh, that was '99. Oh, right on the cuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and we always go off the cuff. Yeah, you saw what I did there. There we go. I pause it out of nowhere. <laughs> you know
1: what? it. I remember the song when you're we listening to it as younger, but now that we're older-ish, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean uh, to pause it out of nowhere like that. Yeah, and actually, no, that was good. Uh, <laughs> you know, then now I actually listen to the, uh, the the lyrics and understand what the fuck he was doing. He was he, drunk. He was just so drunk as fuck. You know, just you know, cars parked in the yard.
0: He crawling through his window and i did that plenty of times when i was younger i remember <laughs> sleeping in my car because i was so fucking hammered and i lost my sleep. place in the middle of uh, the house party or whatever uh-huh. and i lost my room and i ended up sleeping in the camaro and uh there was a bonfire going outside and i remember waking up in the morning like what the fuck am i doing in my car and shit I've, <laughs> you know i've had to live in my car before or damn near live in my car yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean that. Uh, that song it actually uh, <laughs> makes more sense now. <laughs> See now this one that you have queued up here, I don't remember this song, but when it plays, I probably will. Yeah,
1: you know, what? I hear it at work like almost every day, and I'm pretty sure I've heard it. I, I just can't it, remember based on the title. It's not it's not one that I'm tired of. I mean, I mean it just. I mean, even though, you heard it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'll hear it like two three times a day because I'll hear it on the uh, you know whatever the music at work. And then you know, you know, doing you know, listening to one hit wonders of the '90s or whatever, or just my random Pandora, uh, this song always comes on, and it's not one that I'll actually change. I mean, this one I actually enjoy.
0: So I want to do a a executive decision after this one, that Uh, one right there. Oh, so introduce this one right here. Shit, this Uh, one came out. The Dishwalla, Counting yeah. Blue Cars Yes, Yeah, Counting uh, Blue Cars
1: This was uh, 1996 So now the one that you're looking at
0: We're going to have to go back to the coin Oh, oh, please Lord in heaven, I so, want to play this song Because so, Matt hates it Oh, yes <laughs> so, so here we go with Dishwalla, Counting Blue Cars <laughs> Oh my god, yes, I remember this song now Instantly Instantly remember this song. Yeah. Holy shit, I love this song. I could listen to it a hundred times in a row. And I have this song downloaded too. I just never pay attention to who it is. As it comes on, and I'm like, yes. I like that song a lot yeah Dude, you know I, what, some of these i want to sit there and just listen to the whole fucking thing yeah, no, but, me
1: too and this is one too like if i'm at work and it comes on and i it's like okay i just i mean if you see me at work and you see me kind of the song's on you kind of see me getting into it like, it's got a
0: very chill vibe to it yeah and it just I, I like it so much. It just it relaxes me.
1: Oh, so I thought we we're going to go back. I thought we we're going to do Oh, uh, you're
0: right. You're right. Okay. So we have a coin of fate decision <laughs> here twice in one episode. Oh, shit. So we're going to do either I'm too sexy by Right Said Fred or we're going to do Sister Hazel All, all for You. you. So, so what's going to be heads?
1: So heads would be uh Right Said Fred. Oh, heads with
0: right-said Fred head, (laughs) and tails of Sister Hazel. Yes. Here we go. You pick it up and read it. What's the top line say?
4: It says,
0: uh, tails, I get head. Oh, so tails is the upside of the coin, so we got to listen to Sister Hazel. All for you. I'm just saying, dude, that right-said Fred, I'm too sexy, dude, that was... Oh my god! That was a classic, dude. Everybody played that shit. Yeah. Everybody played it out. But Everybody hated it, but they never turned it the fuck off. Oh, I did. I I hated that fucking video every time it came on. I just... secretly love that song, but I didn't want anybody else to know. Yeah, but you know no what I mean. Wonder, I, I, well, because I'm a sexy motherfucker, dude. That's all. Oh, <laughs> shit. So here we go with Sister <laughs> Hazel, all for you. And this was uh, uh, 1997. There we go. Finally I figured out
4: But it took a long, long time Now there's a turn about Maybe cause I'm trying There's been time. I thought I'd see it all Cause it's been a long, long time Oh, but then we're tripping far Wondering if I'm alive There's been times
0: Dude, some of these songs, dude. I, I
3: know. I understand
0: why them old cats in the movies would sit back in their rocking chair drinking their beer and playing the old <laughs> songs because it took them back to a different time uh-huh. and that's exactly what these See, are doing. And this,
1: like, I, I've known about this song but I never knew who it was.
0: No, I, I remember watching the video. I would hear
1: it on, like, the radio or something. Yeah. And it's one of those that's like, oh, like, who the fuck is it? But then, like, the, you know you have that tune in your head yeah but and you remember the lyrics but you, you you can't like how the fuck do you google this you're gonna know so, some random words in a song that you don't know the name of it and
0: shit. dude i called a I called a radio station one time for for a most deaf song and it was off the album water for chocolate and it was uh miss fat booty or something like that <laughs> the but the, the beat was so east coast hip-hoppy it was very cool song and all i could remember was a certain part of the lyrics mm. and i had to i had to rap it or sing it to this dj over the phone and he says oh that's easy that's like water for chocolate by most deaf. and i'm like no shit so i got off the phone ran down to like tower records and shit <laughs> which is funny because that's where sean ely's album was sold at tower oh, records that's it. That's and dope. i ran down there and i had to buy that album and i found it, took it home and i was playing it in the car when i used to use a cd player mm-hmm. and i was like that's it i got the song and i was like embarrassing to rap the song to this dj but i found the song i wanted so who gives a fuck <laughs> at that point i got what i wanted and it was worth it so who who came out with the uh, okay so the next one up is eagle eye cherry safe tonight that you were talking about yeah so this was a uh, 1997 uh, other than this i mean like uh, <clears> the <throat> I like this band a lot. It just like just like fastball mm-hmm. and Sister Hazel and all these songs. I wanted more. Yeah, I really wanted more. I thought they had such talent. They put in all that work to get an album, get on the radio, and then they just stopped.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's you know that's funny how you uh, had said that because um, our last episode we we had talked about uh, you know are oh, going to be a one hit wonder, but at the time you know like they, they didn't know they're going to be one you know. They they put out these albums and they got one big hit.
0: And well, then, like that "Still then My try- Sunshine" song that we did. I knew they were going to be a one hit yeah, wonder. But
1: they, then, but they
0: didn't know that. They didn't. But I didn't could know, totally thought, see it. They thought, okay,
1: maybe we do one big album, have one hit song, maybe get enough. Uh, you know. Um, you know like so Enough many people credit. buy their cds and stuff yeah all that the they music. didn't have to maybe, maybe okay maybe get more but there was a short-sighted way of seeing it but de- depending on um you know what was going on at the time with the yeah. bands yeah um you know because i mean there i mean there's other bands that are gonna oh they could have came out same year as you know let's say uh allison chains
0: But Allison Chains overshadowed
1: them. And they blew up, and so they just became minuscule. Oh, that's another big word.
0: Oh, another big word. Man, we're going (laughs) to have to start getting a fucking $10 word calculator and shit. Uh, uh, So what what year? Yeah, we need a $10 (laughs) word calculator. Can you create one? Um, So what what year did Eagle Eye Cherry Uh, Save tonight come out? So
1: uh, this came out in 97. I remember watching this on MTV.
0: Yeah, me too. It has a catchy riff in the beginning. It does, dude. I recognize it instantly when I hear it.
4: Gone and close the curtains, cause all we need is candle light. Oh, girl. And <laughs> the
0: Netflix and chill.
4: I'm going away and how Hawaii.
0: This is also the first time I remember seeing the lead singer as every character in the video. I was just about to say that. See, that's why we see I Die and shit. Game recognized game. <laughs>
4: break, tomorrow. Tomorrow
0: Bro's holding a butcher knife. Kill the dude! He's getting robbed!
4: Oh, he takes the thing
0: off, and he's also the robber. It
4: ain't easy to say goodbye. Darling, please don't stop to cry. Because, you know I've got to go. Oh. And, Lord, I wish it wasn't so. Save tonight and fight the break of
0: I like to always get the the hook line in there, the title of the song if they have it, you know, the fade out on because it seems fitting to me. Yeah,
1: and no, a lot of times like songs, uh, uh, they'll. uh, uh, I found it. They'll have the name of the song, but sometimes they won't.
0: They have, won't the, say it. The name of the song. The name ends. of the song is the theme of the song, and they don't say it. Yeah. Or they say it once in the song.
1: Yeah, unless, uh, you know, it's like in a movie or some shit. Then yeah. Then they'll, oh, you know, he's he's home alone. Or, you know, some,
0: you know. Yeah, they, they just found a way to work it in just so yeah. they could write the song. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's part of the positive and downside of uh, One Hit Wonders is, they're never around to get embarrassed about it later, I guess. I mean, they feel the heat for a while, but they sold some records, and then, you know, they're basically out. Yeah. Now, this next one, um, this is another band. I
1: didn't know who the fuck they were.
0: Now I didn't. I've never really known who they were, but I've always heard the song. Yeah. I think I've even downloaded it, and I glance at the phone. Oh, who is that? Oh, yeah, that's who that is. And then I always forget, like, uh, a one-hit wonder uh, is supposed and, to be done. this is another song I've actually here at work. And I was like,
1: you know, I got an Android, so... And, you know, Me like, too. And, you know, we're, we're like, I was talking to my buddy, and he's like, hey, you know, because we hear um, uh, uh, a Linkin Park song, um, uh, 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 Shadow of the Day. Oh, I like that one. That's a good And one. I was like, wait a second, hey, is that, uh, is that Linkin Park? And he's all, oh, I don't know. Hey, Siri. Uh, oh and
0: then he'll voice look in like, i do oh, that with shit. google sometimes you and know, then i'll screenshot right. the album name and stuff so i can download it later mm. i do that too yeah
1: so i mean this is uh uh del amitri with roll to me in 1995 now if that doesn't sound familiar once you hear the music then you'll definitely know the song
0: I love how they get the left and right channel shit going. You know the left and right channel? I love how they do that. Yeah.
4: Look into your heart, pretty baby. is it a with some nameless need. Is there something wrong? And you can't put your finger on it. Right then, roll the me.
0: Good harmonics, too. They had good acapella right there, or harmonics, you know, harmony.
1: Yeah, you hear that, like, crackling? Like, it sounded like they're cracking nuts or something. It sounded... I didn't
0: I didn't hear that.
1: Yeah, no, I was hearing, like, a crackling
0: or something. Maybe that's our audio equipment that's doing that to you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but to... you got crackling nuts on your brain. Oh, shit <laughs> the fuck dumb <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we were we were at work today we were actually be doing we were good and that was your first <laughs> fucking dick joke that's no it was a nut joke oh, crazy no, well, same thing okay so okay two things <laughs> do you know why helen keller doesn't like porcupines you know helen keller was born blind and deaf she had yes. to learn Braille and yes. all that stuff? Yes. Miracle okay. Worker. Yes, Do you I'm know why Helen Keller did does not like porcupines or never liked porcupines? Why? Because they're painful to look at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyways. <laughs> oh, we... my God. Karina, <laughs> write that one down. That, 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 that one is definitely for you. Okay. You, that's
1: the so, coolest shit
0: I've heard all day. So we were at work today, and I was working with this one Mexican cat, and he brought a bag of pistachios. And- He had spilled some in the box of parts that we were going to use, and we were setting a box on the ground doing these parking lot poles for the Sierra Vista Mall out there in Visalia. Well, the old mall on Caldwell and all that in Mooney. So we were putting the poles up and making up the wires and doing all this stuff. And the box of parts sat on the ground and all these ants got in the box. And the pistachios are in there. And I turned to him and it didn't even, I'm always joking dirty and shit like that. And it didn't even occur to me what I had said till after I had said it. And I said, dude, there are ants all over your nuts. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, it happens. And I was like, wait. And then he looked at me, and I was like, oh, shit, dude, you totally caught that. And I realized what I had said. Because he's Mexican? No, because he, <laughs> he realized it was a dirty joke, and I wasn't trying to at first. And then I realized halfway through it was turning into a dirty joke. And then when he gave me that look, I was like, oh, shit. And then we were laughing, dude. I was like, at least he had a good sense of humor about
1: it, oh, you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so <laughs>
1: <laughs> So uh, this song came out in 96. And, you know, just like uh the last one you know like i know the song but i did not know who the fuck did it
0: now i knew this song i found out who did it and for some reason the the band name stuck with me and i always realized who it was. i never
1: knew who the band was i mean i know the song
0: what year did it come out again uh 96 and who is this uh this is local h uh
1: bound for the floor That's another good dude, riff. very catchy, very instant. Yes. It, see that, yeah. that that's why it's these riffs that you know, especially with 90s, they hooked you from the beginning. But I I never knew who the song uh, who you know performed it and all that.
4: I said. And you just don't get it You keep become sad And you learn to accept it You know you're so pathetic And you just don't get it You keep become sad And you learn to accept it You know you're so
0: pathetic And you don't Fucking love this song, dude. It hits hard. The drum is hard on this. I like that. You know that the black drummer dude with the dreads? He reminds me. Do you remember in high school the what was his name? He was a drummer in band and he was just like famous around the schools because he was so badass. It was like oh, like was jun- his name? Derek or Dustin or something. His black dude. J- he looked uh, just like that. Junior high, high school. Was it? Ju- yeah, junior high. JFK. Oh fuck. When when Clayton and them were in their band and they did that talent show and they did the cover of Green Day or Silver Silverchair. See, that. there was a black dude that went to school there with us, and he was a badass drummer. I mean, bad as fuck. Uh, see, I don't remember. Do you remember you You remember that band, Skindred? Yeah, um, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> they what? had that one, I think it was a one hit
1: wonder. See, uh, nobody I'm gets not, out of here alive. I never really listened to them much. Um, dude, I love that song, it went so hard. One of uh, my best friends, like, yes. Yes, I'm mentioning another one of my best friends. So, let's go ahead and send the email and <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um so one of my really good friends, uh uh he he was such he was the one that got I've I mentioned him before, my boy Antonio. He got me he was the one that got me into metal, you know, uh Slipknot, Static-X, um right, right, right. You know, and you know, I've always been on the smaller side. So, of course, well, skinny uh, his ass. Because you're a decent he, height. He'd man. be like, oh, hey, what's up, Skindred? And I'm like, ah, fuck you. So, I mean, I heard maybe a couple of their songs, but I
0: really don't remember them too much. Can you look him up real quick and see what time it came out? <clears throat> what year it came out? So,
1: I, I believe this one I want to make sure it's a one-hit wonder of the I 90s. I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure this was uh,
0: 2000s. Oh, no. But I got to play it. We mentioned it. You have a nickname, Skindred.
1: Uh oh, fuck me! Did it come out in the nineties? Son of a bitch. Um, what year? This song. Uh, what is the song? Nobody. Nobody gets out of here alive. Basically.
0: Oh oh, no, um. Oh, what? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yep. Fuck me! But we did mention it. Uh, I know know we didn't. I uh, know we mentioned that one and didn't play it. But you have the nickname Skindred. Okay, so. Uh, this song at uh, the Yeah I baby. probably do
1: know it so okay we can play it a little bit but you yeah know, just till they get to d- the, the don't hook. don't judge us too bad for going into 2000s. We go
0: off the cuff, motherfuckers this is our yeah. shit.
1: And you know and probably uh we will do uh two thousands when it wonders. That
0: would be great because there's a
1: lot um, to cover there too. So I mean I'm thinking since we're doing nineties, maybe our next one will be two thousands. Or we could go 80s. We'll have to do a coin of fate of which one we... Okay, so I was actually thinking that, too. We could do... Since we do 90s, I was thinking maybe we do 2000s, then 80s.
0: How about this? How about whichever one we get more emails for, we do that? We get two emails a week, so... (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. We got like two... We got three, four... I don't know. We get a bunch now. Oh, shit. We do get a bunch now. Okay,
1: so, uh, yeah. So, this nobody came out 2005, and... They are actually Welsh. Really? Was the lead singer I thought was Jamaican? They're the black, Welsh the black reggae singer? metal
0: band. Oh, shit.
1: Well, I'm I'm pretty sure when you play a song, uh, it's going to, so. you know, the light bulb's going to come on, and it's pretty dim right now.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Here we go with Skindred and Nobody.
4: My song, we come to take over. MC a better look over your shoulder. For I come and them I try to agree out Born down pill, we had the rough, next go Music we make for make the crowd jump up Crowd get eyepatch, blah, and blah, Then blah, blah, blah Blend up the rag and metal punk, K-pop Unity sound, key like groove and stop In every place I all this song will survive Strength and power, I got keep them alive My song, we come to take over MC, you better look over your shoulder Yeah, you know, we are, I don't know
0: a shot for breaking the rules. Nobody, nobody gets out.
4: Nobody, gets life. But Nobody gets out, I'm gonna one the ones of the
0: dude that song goes so fucking hard though yeah it, that's uh welsh huh i thought the dude was jamaican yeah that's, that's is welsh one. considered like england uk uh something like that you know, well i'm so uncultured swan. uh uh oh uh, oh uh, uh, wales so that's england then uh i think that's yeah totally prince of wales sh- shit like that that's fucking it's totally england that's bloody fucking england mate yeah uh,
1: um don't get too mad at him he's yeah, but Aussie comes out when I start getting hammered. Totally different country, and I don't know. Um, (laughs) It's not the United States of America. Yeah. Uh, So, let's see. Okay, so I'm thinking. Let's just get this fucking shit out of the way.
0: (laughs) Yes. What is it? What is it? I love it when it causes you pain. (laughs) Oh, this one, motherfucker. Which one? Yes, baby! Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I love this song. Oh, God. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) I I, I remember when the song fucking came out. Oh, I fucking love this song. When I saw this video, I thought the ball dude in here was Aaron Lewis for a second. (laughs) At a quick glance, what year did this come out? This was also a...
1: Oh, 97.
0: Oh, we got a 97 here. Sweet baby Jesus. Let's go. All right, so... This song did not get included in the new movie, or did it? Did you watch it? Fuck no. Did you no. watch the
1: new movie? Fuck no. But I, I do know. I think it was a uh, Nicki Minaj and Megan the Stallion. They did
0: a song. Megan? I think it's Megan. It's Megan.
1: No, Megan.
0: Meg the Stallion. Megan.
1: Yeah, I think it's. M- oh, they shorten e- it to Meg. I think it's Megan the Stallion. Either
0: like, way, it's I, some dirty horse. Whatever. I don't know who the fuck these bitches are. I don't give a fuck. Um. I wouldn't kick so, him out of bed though. That's for sure. oh yeah, fuck
3: no. They got
0: big yeah. tits. They got that wop. No, uh, yeah, you know wireless you know. access point. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: uh, just throw some uh, flour right there and find the west spot.
0: Oh good lord! <laughs> <laughs> thick <laughs> thick thighs save lives, brother. Oh, I know. I got nothing, uh, I got a sickness for the thickness. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, what I, year did it come out? I forgot already. Uh, so this came ninety
1: seven. Okay. So for uh, the Barbie movie. Uh, they did uh, sample some of the music from this song.
0: They fucking better have. I yeah, know you did they, some homework on They did on it their though. own shit. I, I was just I curious seen... if you saw the movie for Margot Robbie, you know, looking ah, sexy. Fuck, no. If I want to see Margot Robbie, I'll watch The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, oh, Gina, <laughs> I will so... I own that fucking movie, and I've been waiting to see it when I got some time to myself, because I can't have Anthony walk in and see that. <laughs> yeah. I've heard yeah. about that.
1: The I, um, I did... I, I, actually, I got a notification. Oh, you know, YouTube, whatever, fuck. And I was like, oh, they said featuring Aqua, but then I looked it up, and I don't think they were on the song. I I may have to, while you're playing it, I'm going to have to look it up and right. find out if they Yeah, did. go
0: ahead and check that out real quick while they listen. This uh, is Aqua with Barbie Girl. Oh, my God. I love this song. Oh, fuck my life. No party. So she says she's a blonde bimbo girl, but in the video she's totally got red hair. She's brunette or brunette, whatever the fuck it ain't. It ain't blonde. That's mm. red, negro. She's brunette, right red. Bro, that's red. I say Look at the eyebrows. What? A, it, it ain't blonde. I don't know. N- enough of this shit. Oh come on! You don't you don't feel pretty in pink? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And
1: enough of this fucking torture!
3: Oh, I fucking fuck. love that song.
0: Fuck my life! Hey,
3: it's okay, so catchy. Okay,
1: so for the Barbie soundtrack, I, I was wrong. It wasn't Nicki Minaj and Megan the Stallion. It was Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. And oh, okay. And, and, the, and it here it says, the song heavily samples the '97 single Barbie Girl by Danish Europop band Aqua, who are credited as performers and co-writers in the song. So maybe they were on the song, but they just weren't in the video. Oh, okay. Because I, I did watch the video, because when I did see it, I'm like, okay, I want to say maybe Aqua would show up, and uh, I don't know, I... I was probably drunk one night and just like I don't fuck oh,
0: you. so you did see the movie? No, the video. Oh, the video. No, fuck, not. Oh, I was trying to catch you in something. No, I, I, will,
3: I will not.
0: I will not. Well, you... if you had to have a choice between watching the Barbie movie or Brokeback Mountain, what would you watch? Brokeback Mountain. You would watch bro. You would watch two guys fuck each other rather than a Barbie movie. Two cowboys. Two gay cowboys. Uh, not... Am I le- am I leading you down a gay rabbit hole? <laughs> Here. Ah, I love catching you in some bullshit. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, what do we got next? Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, your broke back playlist here. <laughs> yeah, bro- Yeah, there you go. Broke back playlist. Shut the fuck
1: up. That um, <laughs> oh fuck. So, another 97. Oh, okay, speaking of some uh, uh Barbie girl broke back. How about uh, Marcy Playground?
0: Oh yeah, Sex and Candy? Yes. Oh, I love that song.
1: And you know, what? I remember my cousin, uh he had a a single on tape. And I remember seeing the video too. See, that we didn't have cable and you know, that's the during time we didn't have cable. All we had these like singles, these tapes or whatever. Um uh, but uh, I do remember uh just hanging out, always playing like Super Nintendo and shit. And, I fucking love
0: Super Nintendo. I want to go play that shit right now. Is what I want to do. And oh, shit, we hey, no, we
1: should do a whole retrospective on it
0: on a Super Nintendo on a Super
1: Nintendo on games yeah. that we played. That would be tight, um, dude. And um, but yeah, I I remember listening to this song and I I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about
0: yeah i had no idea what uh, they were talking about some of the bands that write some of these songs don't know what they're talking about this was uh, like when the eagles did hotel <laughs> california i heard an interview with lou brutus and he talked about it i think it was lou brutus and he said that when the eagles wrote hotel california it had no meaning to it but everybody thought there was some meaning they were trying yeah, to find all this shit to a uh,
1: prison and then i guess as a cya yeah but it the, the it, eagles it themselves said they wrote they that song
0: said, they didn't had no meaning to it um,
1: So, I don't know. Maybe they were full of shit. I don't know. uh, know. There must have been meetings afterwards. So, uh, Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy, uh, 1997.
0: This is not the right song. I don't know why that one happened.
1: Oh, what the fuck is a. Dude, it told.
0: A cloak of. El- yeah, kind. Yeah, that is so not the right song. I don't know why it played that one. Because you clicked on it. No, no. Well, I guess I did, <laughs> but I thought it was the, the official audio. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what the fuck. It did it for whatever reason, but here we go. Here's the right one, Marcy's Playground, Sex and Candy.
5: Round, downtown by myself, See, and this
0: is another song that so if I
1: didn't down, know who the band was, Think well I knew the song exactly from the beginning was. Riffs. See that's see that seems like, like a theme. Maybe we should do one light. on
5: yeah,
1: you know because yes, that riffs Riff, riff yeah you know, that you like know Disco but Superfly. you don't know who it is.
0: Maybe
5: I smell sex and can they here. Who's that lounging in my chair? Yeah. Casting devious stares in my direction, Mama, this surely is a dream. Yeah, yeah, Mama, this surely is a dream. Take it. Hanging around downtown by myself, and I've had. Too much caffeine, and I was thinking about myself, and then there she was in platform double sway. Yeah, there she was like disco lemonade. I smell sexy.
0: Now that made me think of something when I first heard it because I think I had. Gotten laid one time, and somebody walked in the room after the gal had left, and it was like, you know, they sniffed the air, and they're like, smells like sex in here. Or I walked into a room, and somebody had just got done boning, and I was like, it smells like sex in here. And then that song came out, and it took me all the way back to that, and I was like, I know what sex smells like. I know what candy smells like. Is that what he's talking about? You know? I never looked into the meaning behind the song, but I definitely, you know, <laughs> I definitely understood. Ugh. Oh, sh- so, <laughs> <laughs> what did I got you going on that? Like you've walked into a room, you've had that Or you smelled it. No, they've walked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> they walked into the room and they smelled the sex. Uh yeah. oh. Uh, uh, what, uh,
1: what, what was it? Um, I think it was a uh, uh, "Don't Be a Minute South Central." The uh, the dude. Uh, uh, was it uh, one of the Wayans is up with a girl and uh, the mom came home after, from church and she comes out in all this leather latex with the
0: whip? And like, <laughs> oh my oh, god, I remember me, that,
1: baby. And he
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Holy <laughs> shit, I remember that movie when he finally got the quiet girl. And which is rings true for a lot of quiet girls, not all of them, but when drum, he got that quiet girl, and she, girl, turns and into she the demon? yeah, and she gets him alone, and he's like, "Okay, I want to stop." And she goes, "Oh no, nigga, you ain't going nowhere." Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, the crazy bitch came out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's been hiding it this whole time." So, okay, before before you play this, when you are telling me about the song, we did mention it uh, last episode. Yeah, this
0: is the <clears> one <throat> where they talked okay. about beating Marilyn Manson's ass. So. And shit.
1: So the song is called uh, "You Get What You Give," and it re- is received centered on the closing lyrics: "Health insurance ripoff, lying FDA, big bankers buying, fake computer crashes, dining cloning, while they're multiplying fashion shoots with Beck and Hanson, Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. You're all fakes. Run to your mansions. Come around. We'll kick in You'll you'll blah. We'll, we'll kick, kick your, your ass in." in. Yeah. So, according to the lead singer Greg Alexander, he had written the section of the song as a test to see whether the media would focus on the important political issues of the first few lines, Ooh. or or the petty celebrity dissing. As suspected, a considerable amount of press began to appear about the name dropping and other political issues were largely ignored. Wow! And you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist,
0: rabbit holeer. Mm-hmm.
1: So it turns out he was right. So check this out. Marilyn Manson commented. That he was not mad, he said he'd kick my ass, I just don't want to be used in the same sentence as with Courtney Love. <laughs> now that's respect right there. I'll, I'll crack his skull open, talking about Alexander, if I see him. Alexander,
0: be- the lead singer of New Radicals, okay.
1: Beck reported that Alexander personally apologized for the line when they met each other by chance in a supermarket, claiming that it was uh, never meant to be personal. Alexander collaborated with Hanson, whose drummer, Zach Hanson, called him a bit of a character,
0: but a cool guy. So it really was a test. He created a one hit wonder to test his theory. Holy shit. A that's a new level of wrinkle so in my brain, dude. A, I learned it's something. It's a, uh, you know, a political, kind of like a political
1: song, but he dro- name dropped some artists.
0: Yeah. But. No, I'm But curious. he wasn't going after everybody. He was just doing a test run, and he uh, told him about it. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I thought that was funny. Marilyn Manson was like, hey, I'm not mad. Oh, we got to play it up be... to that part now, because i, I got to hear it again. I don't want to be
1: dropped in the same song as "Corny Love.
0: That's beautiful. I love it. He didn't give a shit about anything else. Just don't put me in the same sentence. That's dirty. <laughs> a guy that's gothy and bloody and puts on a fake rubber suit with tits on, uh-huh. just, oh my God, that's funny as hell. So here we go. What year did this come out? <laughs> Shit. Uh, This was uh, 98. 98. With the new radicals, you get what you give. Now I got to hear this part of the song. Here we go. I fully hated this song until I learned that. Now I love the song. I don't remember the song very much. I remember it very well. Maybe if I hear lyrics.
1: I never really care for this song. Mm. I got a new respect
0: for it now that I know all that. Yeah. But being in uh, the mall. Uh, they had I, dogs running everywhere too. I, I love dogs. I was
1: thinking of. Uh, what was that other. Um, Who's was that one dude that. Uh, he was a bald headed dude. He tried to do like, kind of reggae. Eminem, talk shit about him. Oh. oh my God. Like a bald dude?
4: Yeah,
1: kind of, kind of looked like this guy.
0: Huh. Jumarikwai? Oh, Moby. Moby. Oh, Moby. oh, fucking shit. Moby, thank you. Okay, I got something. I got something to talk it. about. Jumarikwai wasn't bald, but I, I remember Moby. Yeah, I got something to say about that after this. Yeah, I want to hear this. I want to hear this part where he talks about Marilyn Manson. Now. It's tight that they were in a mall too, because it's totally our summer was spent in malls. Yeah, maybe I should listen to the
1: damn song. He definitely has some
0: good vocals.
1: Oh yeah, he has that that high pitch. He's got talent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I won't, I won't give anything, I won't take anything
0: away. Yeah, no. no, no, he's good, he's good. But yeah, now cool. I have a new appreciation for it. Now that I know yeah. that. New appreciation for new radicals? For this song, you know. <laughs> Because, here
4: we go. Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I remember hearing that when it came out and I was like, there's no way Marilyn Manson, I mean, hell, Hanson and Beck would beat the shit out of you. And they were mm bop motherfuckers. Courtney Love will kick their asses. Yeah, Courtney Love <laughs> killed Kurt Cobain, so what the fuck, you know? Oh, wow. That's another conspiracy. <laughs> oh. We should do music conspiracy theories. But either way, <clears throat> I have a new appreciation for new appreciation for that song. Well then you said Moby. Moby, that motherfucker, he said he got rid of his driver's license and stopped driving cars because he couldn't stop listening to music. I was like, Focus, motherfucker. Quit being a bitch. Like you can't handle two things at once. What the fuck? Oh, How do you wow. masturbate and watch porn at the same time? Dumbass. You can't drive a car and play your radio, you <laughs> talentless fuck. But Moby did have a couple of ta- uh, good songs that I still like, but, yeah, yeah, you know, he's
1: fell off the map like but hardcore. There's, there's that one, that was, uh, I forgot the name of the song, but he's in like a mall like this.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, he's a forgettable motherfucker because he was. Yeah. He had a couple, he has got a lot of talent. He's very musically inclined. He's a very smart motherfucker, but he's also a dumbass for giving up his driver's license because you can't listen to the radio and drive. I mean, what if he chews gum and walks? Is he going to trip and fall on his face? Right. Dumbass. Um.
1: Okay, so there's one that I did bring up, I believe, last one.
0: but Like an honorable mention that we were going to get to this time?
1: Y- yeah, you know what? This one, I... Which is it? I really um, like the song because it's uh, mostly about Elvis. And really? Yeah. Um, and this is a 1990, and she won a Grammy. We... we We did talk about it before in uh, one of our previous episodes. Um, But I think we just played like a little clip. But no, if we could play uh, a little more than that. So
0: let me... Uh, Did we play it in the last episode? I can't Uh, remember. No, I don't... I don't think we did. I think it was an honorable mention. Yeah, but... um,
1: So let me
0: find... this. Oh, shit. Well, we're all queued up. Do you want to introduce it? Oh, yeah. So, her uh,
1: her her big hit was... Uh, the song's called Black Velvet. It was released in January of 1990. And it was from her first album that actually came out in 1989. Really? And it's... Uh, and she won a 1991 Grammy for Best Female
0: Rock Vocal Performance. Rock vocal. Okay. And you said this is mostly about Elvis. Yeah. So black uh, velvet instead of blue suede. This song is a. I
1: don't know how the fuck's pronounced that word. What? Uh pay payon on P-A-N? Pay-on?
0: Or, uh, let's see. da 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 da, da. Song <laughs> I of have Triumph.
1: No idea how to pronounce it. Yeah, that. Pay-on. on Yeah, that sounds right. All right, so <clears throat> it's a Pay-on to Elvis Presley, whose portrait was often painted on black velvet oh, and used a hair dye named Black Velvet. Really? Co writer Christopher Ward, who was Miles' then boyfriend, was inspired on a bus full of Elvis fans riding to Memphis, attending the 10th anniversary visual at Graceland
0: in 1987. Oh, just like, you know, in Zombieland when he wanted to go see Graceland.
1: Upon his return to Canada, he brought his idea to Alana to produce. Uh, he brought his one I- idea? He returned to Canada and brought his idea to uh, Alana uh-huh. and the producer who wrote the chords for the, the bridge. The song is one of three in a demo that she gave to Atlantic Records, and eventually got her signed to the label. Really, uh, that's pretty fucking cool. And they did the video. Um, I've I may heard hear the song. Um, it's it's a really good song um,
0: Yeah, I definitely love this song I had no idea there was that much behind it
1: Yes, yeah, like, I, I knew it was an And Amaz- this came
0: out in 1990? Yeah Wow, uh, okay, so here we go with Alana Miles' uh, Black Velvet Yeah Holy shit, I didn't know there was that much behind it I need another beer <laughs> Me too help to hold it still so I can rip the box open more. Thank you, sir. Her voice is so good. Yeah. You gotta play
1: more. You gotta play into like the second verse. Okay. Then you then you'll hear the uh, the reference. Okay. <laughs> I knew the thing about the uh, the hair st- style black velvet. I didn't know that his paintings were done
0: on black velvet. That's interesting. Memphis, like I see Memphis. Okay. Holy shit, love me tender. Oh my god. so sweet and
4: true. Always wanting Wow,
0: bro. I,
1: I I don't know, like the the
0: just bro the the, the dude I, n- I had no idea the, the, the music and like when i started hearing it hits it, differently when you understand the the origin yeah. of no the, wow I'm,
1: first time i heard the song was at work and i'm like wait a second what the fuck and i'm hearing i'm you know do i've heard this song since the 90s i i've never heard i never really it since within the past
0: two years of all the different genres we listen to, it, this one I, happened to get through I, the. I, wow. I never
1: listen to the song, and then I hear it one day, and then you know I'm hearing the lyrics saying, like, "Oh, love me tender." Have you crying in the aisles? I'm like, wait a second, what? So like, then next time I go in and and I'm hearing the song every day, every day. I'm like, okay. So little by little, I'm like, okay, and fine I think one day I just kind of typed in some lyrics and the wow. song came up so i actually listened to the whole song and then i of course i was like okay what the, is she really talking about elvis because you know talking about love me tender because you know back in what was that 50s whatever. yeah
0: fifties, 60s and, yeah and
1: i remember watching some video of him doing that song and all the girls like oh my god you know crying and shit yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it all makes sense." And then I kind of looked it up. Wow,
0: that does make sense because when I went to go watch, me and Anthony went to go see the Elvis movie, mm. and it was very well done. I mean, I very well it. done. You haven't? No, oh my I god, you need to see it. it. It's going to ring. It's going to ring very true, and it was done very true to the to the life he led, mm. because there was a book written on him by I forgot some cat that was really close to him, and the guy worked with the guy who directed the movie and stuff and it was 100% it's the most accurate movie of his life ever and i'm sure there's been documentaries and shit like that but it was very very accurate it won a bunch of awards and the actor who played Elvis was the absolute perfect casting for that role too he yeah, he he I, hit the he hit the role i think he was i want to buy the movie it's so good it's I, very very good i think he was the one
1: uh that played in, um...
0: Oh, oh. The actor who played the Elvis in that movie?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think he he played that dude, Exy, in, uh... Oh, was it uh, Kingsman?
0: Kingsman? Oh, the kid who played Exy? Um, I believe that was him. Look that up. Look that up real quick. I want to know. So, you got me out, because I will forget after the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, the, the song is, uh... I, I, this song, I don't know. I think it's the, the, just like the music. I mean, that's how, um, you know, you catch me on, uh, uh you know, that's how you catch me. Like, you know, if, if I don't get on with the beat or something, um, you know, you're going to lose me,
0: but, uh, this, uh, Okay, so while you're looking that up, when did the next one, uh, when did the, so this is by Tal Bachman, She's So High. When did this one come out? <laughs> this came out our senior year. Really? 1999. Our senior year, we graduated 2000, but our senior year was 99, 2000. Yeah. So, it, it falls in, it's right on the cuff of it, right on the cusp. The cuff. So... What would you say, the cusp or the cuff? I uh... I don't know. I don't know. The cusp? cusp. But I like saying right on the cuff cuz that way it falls into our category of what we say. Oh. So when did when what? did this one come out? She's so high? Um,
1: okay. So, before I give it, I was wrong. The guy that played uh Exy in, in Kingsman, he played Elton John in
0: Rocketman. That's true. That's very true. I do remember that. I own that oh. movie. That was a good one okay, too. So- it's not as good as Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? I that movie was way that. better than Man. The way they the way they choreographed it, the way they did the video, it was way better than Rocketman. Rocketman was good, but I like Bohemian Rhapsody better. Okay, so the guy that played Elvis. um,
1: I think that was his first role, wasn't it? Oh, he was in Yoga
0: Hosers. Never heard of that. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I've seen that one. Uh, that only had a little bit of action. That was where Quentin Tarantino kind of lost me a little bit. Like, I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Oh, yeah, me too. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the action was at the end, and it was only a minute or yeah. so long, and it wasn't the bloody beat-out no, fest that I'm but, used to. But it's was, it was kind of based
1: on a true story.
0: <clears throat> it was very much based on a true story with the Charles Manson and shit oh, like that.
1: Not, not that part, but um, uh, well, who, who was it? Uh, it was uh, Brad Pitt's uh, character. Because uh, he was a stuntman. Yes. And well, I also an, saw it from... Based on an actual dude that did fight...
0: Um, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah. So when I saw the behind the scenes where they're all talking around a uh, panel about the movie... I saw uh, Quentin Tarantino, his perspective on it, where he was like, oh, I wanted it to be shot from the view of a kid in the backseat of the car where he's looking out the window, Mm. and all you can see is the billboards going by on Rodeo Drive and Hollywood and shit like that. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense, but it still doesn't, I mean, he beat that dude's ass, Brad Pitt beat that one dude's ass at Charles Manson's ranch or whatever right. when he took it over, and then that scene at the end when he's tripped out on LSD, you know, spoiler alert. And then but it ended up stopping the,
1: the, the, the killing. The killing of Tate so, and shit like so that. that. And maybe that would stop the timeline. Yeah, so Sharon Tate and then would have yeah, kept on doing so, movies. And
0: yeah, so that was based on that. We had a heavy tie into Charles Manson and shit mm-hmm. like that, which is also a tie into the book that I'm reading about. It's called Chaos by uh, Charles O'Neill or something like that. Um, I have it right here. Hold on. Oh, okay. So it's uh, the Charles Manson, uh, the CIA, and the secret history of the 60s, and it's called Chaos by Tom O'Neill. And uh, I heard about it. You can watch the full interview on Joe Rogan's podcast about yeah. Tom O'Neill, and he goes the full in depth of that book. It's a twenty-year journey of what goes behind it and everything that went into the whole MK Ultra program and all that. It's another rabbit hole conspiracy theory thing, but it ties into the movie and the music and the stuff that we're talking <clears throat> about. So that's all I'm going to mention about it. Wow. So if you want to look it up, look up Joe Rogan's podcast.
3: So
1: okay, so now I'm looking up uh, this uh, this guy that played Elvis. His name is Austin Butler. That's it, Austin Butler. He's so, a great actor so none, for this movie. None of these, besides Yoga Hosers, none of these movies, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, I have no idea. But he was big on Disney because he was mm. in the Ned's, de- declassif- de- Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, uh. Drake and Josh, Hannah Montana, iCarly, Zoe 101.
0: Well, Drake and Josh was a big hit for that show.
1: uh, Wizards
0: of Waverly Place. That was another hit. There's a bunch of hits there. Yeah.
1: So he's Aero,
3: had
0: Saturday he's Man had Life. some cameos. He's had some roles. So I mean, that's no. That was his TV show. But I mean, move actual. Movies. So movies. I think his breakout would be probably the Elvis, the Elvis one. Yeah. Even though he was in Once Upon a Time, I, I'd have to watch it again. Now I'm. Got, damn it! I swore I'd never watch that movie again because it was the worst Quentin Tarantino film ever. But now that i I'm learning more about it. It's like Tropic Thunder. When mm-hmm. I watched that one. I hated it at first. I watched it a second time because it was tied on to the end of another movie at the drive-in movie theater when we still had that one in Armona, oh, I and then that motherfucker. I got late at that fucking drive-in movie theater. That was a fucking greatest. Anyways, so by the third time I saw that movie, by the second time I saw that movie, I wanted to see it again to see if it was a fluke that I found a couple things funny, and when I watched that movie the third time, it became one of my instant classics. Had to have it. love the movie. Even though I hated it at first, it was uh I didn't give it a chance. Mm. So once upon a time in Hollywood, it's starting to tug back at you me know, like I,
1: the first time I watched it. All I'm these like, things I'm
0: finding out about it. As soon as I found I watched it, I was like
1: Okay. Like, Tropic I, Thunder or Once Upon a Time in oh Hollywood? Oh no, Once Upon a Time. Now, okay. Tropic Thunder I I I'm the Dude, playing the dude, playing
0: another dude. Yeah, that was the funniest part. There's Robert Downey like, Jr. That was I, the greatest. I, I don't know. I just Give it another chance. How many times have you watched it? Probably one time. Now, that's what I'm saying. If you watch it a second time, you might laugh a little bit, and then an internal dialogue is going to happen. You're going to be like, I can't believe I fucking laughed at a movie I hate. And then watch it a third time. Give it three times. I guarantee you, by the third time, you will love that fucking movie. I said the same shit.
1: Once upon a time in Hollywood, I watched it twice, and by the second time, okay, because that's the
0: first time. Fuck me. After, okay, so deal, the first you time, watch Tropic Thunder again, I will watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. Deal? <laughs> deal, shake on it? Alright. Alright, deal. I will right. watch one swear to God I'm gonna hate this, but if I end up liking it, you gotta you gotta give me a fair review of Tropic Thunder again. Sober or drunk? <laughs> both. I want both. I'm not gonna watch. You it have twice. the time and money to do it. I don't. I gotta do everything sober. Okay, so anyways, oh. <laughs> back to back to Tal Bachman. She's and, so high. When did and, this song come out? And like we did it last time. We do it every fucking time. I gotta get your ass back on track. What's the? What, <laughs> when did this fucking song come out? Oh shit! Uh, this You're song... so drunk, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> okay, she's so, so high. Tal Bachman. Uh, so Tal Bachman. She's so high.
0: Was 1999. Oh, right on the cusp. Now, if she was smoking weed in here, that would have been great. Or doing some kind of Coke or something.
3: Uh
4: huh. <clears throat>
0: but that's totally not what
4: he meant. She's touch, smell, sight, like taste, and sound. But somehow I can't believe that anything should happen. I know where I belong, and nothing's gonna happen. Baby
0: Okay, so that's totally not what I thought when he meant she was so high. She's, you know, a different class. She's upper echelon. She, she's uh, she's, she's on, the she's top tier and She she's has a brandy down. glass. She's like one of them snobby bitches. Yeah, like, well, oh. he sees her as a whole class above him, which, you know, you could see, like, yeah. you can you can fuck sideways in your same, like, say, say you're a five, you can fuck other fives. And you can fuck down, you can fuck fours, threes, twos, ones, but you can never fuck up. Well, actually, you could fuck Wait, up. Yeah. You could fuck up because you convince the nine or the ten that yeah, I'm totally an eight. I'm totally an eight, and you could fuck upwards because they're fucking down. So, but either way, I don't know. I'm maybe get a seven point five. Seven point five. Okay. Well, fuck, I don't know. I will maybe a 75 75 okay I don't. I don't look <laughs> at myself that way. I got low self esteem, but either no, way, no, so do I. <laughs> so do you. With well, seven point five is a pretty high number for a low self esteem, motherfucker.
1: Because well, it's 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 not completely ugly and not completely hot, so I'm like I'm
0: not gonna say I'm a five because I know I'm <laughs> higher than that. Well, a five. that was an example for a general <laughs> statement. That wasn't saying you're a five. Well, if you if you if a five fucks another five, do they produce a ten? Is it an addition? Because you're multiplying. <laughs> you know, you're in there multiplying in the bedroom. Oh. But you're adi- you're adding to your family, so that totally goes against at, math, that's like right a five, there. A
1: five and a five, that's twenty-five.
0: That's twenty-five. That's five you, times five because you're multiplying. Yeah, because you're but
1: multiplying the kid, the kids would be
0: only if you live in Visalia because there's something in the water out there. Because even. Even the ugly chicks are hot out there. I don't know what the fuck. There's some. Either way,
3: and now, now you're
0: in, uh, now you're insulting our listeners. I'm not insulting the listeners. I'm just saying that the the lowest graded. If you were to grade somebody like that, if say say a gal out there thinks she's a three or something, she's still smoking hot. Like there's no such thing as an ugly person out there in Visalia. That's hard to find.
1: It's uh, or an ugly woman. No, it's in the eye of the beer holder.
0: Yeah, amen to that. No, that was no... I was never trying to insult women or anybody like no. that. I wouldn't do that. I'm just no, I mean, shooting the uh, shit, No, but... Th- I mean, uh, yeah, no, no, we joke, but... Uh, no, yeah, I'm just saying that was a... a the,
1: way, the way I see it, I mean... A
0: shitty example, but an example nonetheless. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, but so you I'm you saying can, if a five would fuck a five, would that make a 10 or a 25? Uh,
1: no, if you're going for looks, you could be a five, but no, inside, you know, if you have you know, giving, you could be 10.
0: Yeah. Well, see, that's why funny guys usually get laid because the girls are laughing so hard their eyes are closed and they don't see how ugly the dude is. That's why we try to be funny.
1: Damn, is that why I get laid?
0: I don't know. I definitely tell a lot of jokes. So what was the other one? I forgot what it was already. <laughs> we were talking so much shit I forgot what the next song was. I, I know. This is probably going to be uh, the second to the last one that we're going to do.
1: Uh, And this was uh, EMF, and this song came out in 1990, and it actually hit the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 in 1991 at number one. Really? Yes. That's pretty good. And I know if you don't know the song, you probably
0: heard it on some commercials and... Uh, It did get used in some jingles and shit like that. I mean, there's literally thousands of one-hit wonders. We're just trying to get in as many as we can for the time that we have today to record and things like that. Yeah, But, um, yeah, I definitely remember this song very well. And it, it hits... It wasn't always my top go-to, but whenever it came on, I was like, yeah, I kind of dig this. I I love it.
1: I I don't remember hearing the whole song. All I do is remember that you're unbelievable on like commercials and shit, but I don't remember this fucking song.
0: I remember the song, but I don't remember when I first heard it it or where where I was.
1: It came on my Pandora uh, this morning while I was at work because I was listening to some more 90s, maybe trying to get some more uh, ideas. Even though we said it wasn't really gonna write. We weren't anymore, gonna
0: add more to it, but we could but, it's hard to not add
1: more but to but it. But so many catchy uh, ones. Did add a, a couple. Yeah. And um so then I was like, Okay. Let Thank me you for getting my aqua this. Barbie girl in there. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I had to screenshot it and then it but I have been looking at it all day on my phone. I was like, Okay, screenshot. So when I got home, okay, grab my notebook, which um
0: I got you a new one already. I think it's time for... I, I actually know. I actually was going through some stuff the other day, and I found one that has nothing in it. It's all yours. Sweet. It's perfect. Donate it donated uh, to the show. You know
1: what? Um, Karina did say, I should keep this.
0: I told you you should keep that, too. She, sh- she said I should frame it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if you should frame it, because how can you look through it if you frame it? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely—I don't know—laminate each page or something because it's—it's our—it's our first just you just know, as a—it's our first
1: notebook that we went and through. half the shit is just my own notes. Maybe you know, write a couple things. Um, I
0: and you can hear my pages. Yeah, that's a, a little. Uh, what do they call that? This is Uh, when they when you listen to sounds and shit like that, just flipping through and just this is random. Yeah, you got a whole notebook. Y'all know what notebooks look like. Here we go, Unbelievable by EMF.
1: See, I know nothing about the song. All I know is just like the chorus. (laughs) I think that's all they use in uh, yeah most of the, the commercials.
0: Yeah, I think that is all
1: they use. It's Like they use the music, and then you're like, "Oh, you're unbelievable!" I think that is all they use for it. So I mean, that's yeah, they're definitely
0: a one-hit uh, wonder. So with the magic of radio, we'll take a quick break and be right back. Okay, so that was amazingly fast by the power of magic, you know. <laughs> Okay, so we want to get to emails or are we going to do another song here?
1: Um, you know what? I'm thinking, let's look at our
0: numbers. You want to look at our numbers? Yeah, we could do that. Um, um, I'm curious. What do you think we're at? I know you got, did you do another bet or another guess with. Uh, no. No? no. Um, so
1: the last time uh, you sent me a screenshot was uh, what? I believe Sunday. We were like at eight eighty seven or something. Something like that. Um, so uh, my guess would be I wanna say maybe nine
0: twenty. Nine twenty? Okay. Let's give it a peek here. I'm I have a biased because I know I know we're over nine. Ball, I know the ballpark we're in because I happened to glance at it this morning before I left with my coffee. Oh you bet. So, wait, it auto updated and I left the screen on. So, I, I it could have changed since then, but hopefully. I definitely um have an idea of what ballpark we're in. So, I don't want to say it because I want to see your reaction. So, I'm, I I want to say 920 over 9. Yeah. Um Yeah, we got to be over 9. That's for sure. If we're under 9, that would be a miracle because I don't see how that could happen, but we were at 9.14. Holy shit. 9.14. You're so close. It's higher than what it was this morning. We were at 9.08, 9.05 this morning. Shit. And uh, now it's 9.14. That's and... kind of cool. we got to start putting some money Whoa. aside for okay. uh,
1: our jerseys. Okay. So the time is
0: 7.52. It's 7.52? 7. I thought it was 7.48. It's 7. Oh, you're right. 7.52. My,
1: my computer's off. I messaged Karina... And asked her what her guess was. Uh-huh. And
0: her guess was 913. Nine, she was one off. She is so in tune with the show. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, well, since we're on, on uh, how many listeners we got, we might as well see what countries, if we got any new countries here. So let's or, see here. Actually,
1: before you do that... Um... What? What about our highest? Uh... Highest
0: episode is still episode three of season one. Oh wow! Still at eighty three. I mean, that one peaked out. All the others are starting to catch up. Episode five is fifty four of season one. Season two, your directorial debut, hit uh, thirty nine downloads. No, that's that's probably one of my favorites still. It was a really good one. So, I you you, you spent some time on that. You definitely put some yeah. uh, effort into that one. Uh, uh, that was your, your your start of your creative culmination there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. It,
0: it definitely launched a, a flame inside you that's obviously working out very well. Yeah. I mean, I mean so, you know, when
1: I put in, you know, I may half-ass it a lot, but when I actually.
0: Did we have Paraguay last time?
1: Oh, uh, no, I think so.
0: Well, Maybe. well, if we didn't, we do now. We I know we had the Cayman Islands, yep. we had France, Italy, um, San Francisco. What's up, Frisco? Uh, Kigali, Rwanda, Banglamung, Thailand, Tanzania, United Kingdom. Oh, we got a new listener in the United Kingdom, Croydon. Oh wow! In United Kingdom, that's Thank cool. Uh, Belgium. We got Belgium now. Heist, Op, what the? Didn't we have another Did
1: Belgium? Did we? Did we have that one? Okay. I think so we, we got, might have had Belgium before, but I think it might have been a different...
0: Uh, three listeners in Italy. Uh, Acapulco, De Juarez, Mexico. Yeah, Guatemala City. last time. Ecuador. Uh, let's see here. Keller, Houston, Gatlinburg. We've had those. Farmersville, Sunrise Beach. Um, Bogota. I don't know where that is. That's in the States, but... Allentown, Huntington, Re- Reading, and Reading. Reading. Um, well, there's both, remember? Oh, yeah. Um, Windsor, Canada, Medicine Hat, Hamilton, Canada. So we got, you know, since the last time, nothing new, Arosi. I asked the guy at work if he, he goes, no, I don't listen to podcasts. If somebody else in Arosi listens. But that's cool, you know. Yeah, no. We that's... we broke the nine hundred, so we're on our road to a thousand. So we're gonna have to do some kind of oh, even if we shit. don't do it when we hit a thousand, get our jerseys made mm-hmm. for us, we could still do a commemorative. It's not gonna be like, Oh, oh yeah. look, we're wearing it and people are watching us, so uh, that, it's
1: good. Yeah, but it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be uh 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 one of a kind. Yeah. Uh something for just me and you. Um,
0: yeah, something for us. And our merchant our merchandise store is it's coming along. We're almost done. Ready to release it. I uh, just got to do a few more. We got about three different t-shirt designs. Uh, I know Cheeky Baby wanted to get a sweatshirt or something. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. And I know a few right people now, we're
1: that to They want shirts, the sweaters. Shit yeah, like
0: we're working on that right now. Where we have t-shirt designs, we're working on the merchandise. It's... Uh, a more daunting task than I realized. I had to talk to our silent partner who's helping develop the store uh, to get some help because it's more than I had time for during the day to do. So every day that I have a free hour or so, I sit down and put a little time into the merchandise store and shit like that. But we're working on it as fast as we can to get it released and launched. Uh, So you guys can... uh, Hop on and pick out what you want. So now we're going to get uh, to. Okay, our so emails. we're going to do it based on who emailed first. And this is uh, Cheeky Baby. He got a hold of us already. So uh, he got a hold of us before anybody else. Um, what's up, Mike and Matt? I'm glad I ran into Mike. Oh, that was the old one. Sorry, here's the new one. Sup, felons? I mean, fellas. Currently at the airport in Portland, heading back home. I just finished last week's pod. Uh, a song that I remember as a kid was this, a one-hit wonder, achy-breaky heart. I think it was a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Because I don't remember anything else after that. I think he tried to release some stuff. He did release it, but it didn't hit like this one did.
1: I think his daughter uh, made it bigger than he did.
0: Yeah, well, because she's a dirty hoe. But Miley, yeah. Yeah, but you know. either way, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think is a one-hit wonder. Uh, also, just wanted to remind you all, I'm Zell ready, which is that digital money. Uh, ready for merch. I want to rock it to all these cities I go to. Have a great weekend and fire up the microphones. Well, we're doing it now, brother. We got you online. Uh, like I said, we were, we're working on that merchandise store. I'm putting in as much time as I can. Um, it's a lot more work than I realized to get it started and then I also was going to tell you, Matt, that um, I'm going to order a shirt once I get one set up to see how it comes out because I believe in the quality of our product, and yeah. I wanted to, you know, if if we're not willing to well it wear it and we wash it and it turns out like shit, then I'm going to turn that merchandise store down that prints our T-shirts and pick a different one All because right. I want somebody who buys a shirt for well we got one that's going to be. A 4th of July edition, there's going to be a silhouette design, and then there's going to be the logo of our show that you see when you hop on a Spotify or Pandora that shows our Ready Player You with the little headphones and and whatnot. Those are going to be the three start-off designs, we'll see which one sells more. There's going to be a limited edition one of the 4th of July one. We're going to sell that one for $17.76, because that's when Declaration, Revolution, all that should happen. So it's going to be a special price for that shirt. Uh, there's going to be a limited quantity of those just to, I don't know, have some kind of limited edition thing yeah. for just us. And yeah, um, which is why I, I changed my hairstyle because, you know, the way the logo
1: came out, looked like yeah, my the hair silhouette logo, back. things like that. Yeah, it cut off my mohawk, and I was like, you know, I can't have the hairstyle, but it looks like my hair slicked back. So, yeah, I mean, the silhouette it, has to
0: be a very one dimensional uh, design, but it was, uh, it costs a lot to get it done, mm-hmm. which was whatever. It's an investment in the show, and we're gonna try and get it, you know, queued up as much as we can. So, we're gonna see how they sell,
1: but so he's saying he's headed back from Portland. So. Oh
0: yeah, he. By the way, he. I gave him my personal number. He texted me something. I will show you off the air what he got you. Um, I don't. Maybe, maybe should should we wait so I could be. Uh... You want to be surprised? I can show you. I know what you're getting, and it's it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's not right. the biggest thing in the world it's not the smallest thing in the but, world but, but it's, if, it's it's but a very personalized deal but it's, he, a, if he it's got a gift it, from a fan and if he got it, it from uh the
1: the Blazers stadium like he said or from portland i don't fucking care as long as it came from portland it's uh, it's you're gonna like it i guarantee
0: you're not gonna want to carry it around with you
1: everybody's uh, you know knows i'm a huge portland trailblazer fan i've been a fan since i was like seven years old watching clyde drexler uh ducks were um you know i remember uh drexler being part of uh i believe it was the 92 93 dream team drexler's one of the legendary dudes i don't think he gets enough credit no uh, portland doesn't get a lot of credit even though because it was always been the bulls it's always been the celtics it's always been lakers uh portland is one of those uh underrated teams uh they I mean, they haven't won championships since seventy-seven uh, with Bill Walton. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know what? Uh,
0: anything from there, you know, I truly I appreciate it. Um, so we're gonna do a shot here during emails. This is gonna go out to Sean Ely, Karina, Cheeky Baby, Timmy, all those that email us that yes. help make the show what it is. We appreciate you. And we, cheers. Yep. So down the hatch, oh, yeah. Oh, god, that honey bourbon is so good. So, speaking of which, so before you get into other emails, you want to play that song real quick? I do. You know what? You're right. Let's cue it up there, cheeky baby. Let's put on the achy breaky heart. Oh, my god, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I heard this fucking song. I remember I was in Walmart of all places and they had these videos on Loop and they had, I think, this song playing. They had fucking uh, Garth Brooks playing and shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh,. This is when the old Walmart was over there where Goodwill is now, or not Goodwill, I'm sorry. um DD's Dee DD's Dee discounts and all that oh, shit is well, now. well, when I got caught stealing CDs. Yeah, <laughs> when you got caught stealing CDs. You got, what was it, a Bone Thug CD? No, what, what was yeah, it that you got caught uh, stealing for? I, I, no, I, I did steal a couple of those. You did, but uh, what was the one you got out, busted for?
1: We ran out, and you're like, oh my God, you got away with it. You got away with it. Then I'd go back with my mom, and I took too long, and it was this ban band. Uh, poetic hustlers and they actually uh bone thugs actually uh got them into the uh they they found them and yeah, you know, i got i got caught and you know i was supposed to go do community service some but they never got a hold of me to go do it so like 30 something years late less
0: yeah late. Uh, i'm y- you no. end up working for Walmart 30 something years later. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic is that? Yeah, it is fun because I remember I talked to my dad and
1: I told him that I got caught and I was stealing and stuff. And they released me. And they're like, okay, you know, you're going to have to, you know, do community service. But nobody ever got a hold of me. And he was like, oh, you should get a hold of them. I'm like, why? Because it'll I mean, create a bench if warrant not if you, get a you hold don't. Of me. I'm not going to go, you know, do that. So, I mean, that's. You
0: know, that's- nothing ever came of it. I always wondered. No, no nothing ever came of. <laughs> wow, you lucky bastard! <laughs> and then
1: I ended up working for him for six fucking years,
0: dude. That's <laughs> crazy. Okay, so here, here you go, cheeky baby. This is Billy Ray Cyrus, achy breaky heart. And uh, what year was this? I don't know. I don't know. Do you have that one? Oh, it is actually on the list too, huh? It is on the list. Uh, 1992. There it is. One hit wonder. You got it, baby.
3: Oh You can tell the world, you never
4: was my girl. You can burn my clothes when I'm gone.
0: Oh, you can tell your friends, just water full of things. Ironically and enough, Weird Al Yankovic covered this song. Can he can bring the song. Yep. I got some trivia on this one too. Oh yeah, we're going to get to that before the last email. How you
4: know
0: many hot women dance to this fucking song?
4: yeah. My oh heart.
0: Yeah, so that was definitely one of them.
3: God <laughs>
0: Okay, so what's your info on this on this uh, this trivia situation you got going uh-huh. on here? This actually isn't a an original. Are you shitting me? No way.
1: Okay, so who wrote the original? "Achy Breaky Heart" is a song written in 1990 by Don Von Tress, first released in 1991 by the Marcy Brothers with the title "Don't Tell My Heart." It was later recorded by American singer and actor Billy Ray Cyrus, released on a debut album, Some Gave All, 1992. The song is Cyrus' debut single and signature song. It became the first single ever to achieve platinum, triple platinum status in Australia and also 1992's best-selling single in the same country. Wow. In the United States, it became a crossover a hit on pop country radio, peaking at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 and topping the Hot Country Songs chart, become first country single, single to be certified platinum since Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton in 1983. Single topped in several countries and after being featured on Top of the Pops in the United Kingdom, peaked at number three, the UK single chart, It was Cyrus' biggest hit single in the U.S. until he was featured on Old Town Road by rapper Lil Nas X, which peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 27
0: years later. Wow. Speaking of Kenny Rogers, that guy could write a good song, but he couldn't act for shit. The Gambler? He wrote a good song, but he couldn't act for shit. I love that song. I love that movie, but he still couldn't act for shit. Yeah, but um, that, that's a that's a hot debate. That's a debatable and, debate and, and because and we're, didn't no, he have didn't he have a Kenny Rogers chicken? He made a chicken, I think. You know, I th- I think we
1: we I mean, since so uh, we're so eclectic, <laughs>
3: uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh, <laughs> <Brander>. ma
1: um, <laughs> ha I think we should. Um, you know, one of these episodes. Um.
0: We should do a uh, country. Um, I'm down for some country. I love me some country, man. I mean, I mean the, the good country, like, like not just the pop stuff that that has a no, couple of no, hit songs I'm, that I'm I like. About, I'm talking about like Kenny Roger Rogers. Miller, I'm, Waylon Jennings, well, Jennings, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash. I would love to do a country uh, episode.
1: I, I would love to go over uh, the Redhead Stranger. That would be
0: great. Uh, I have the CD. I bought it. I was a big fan of the Highwaymen, which I would love to do yep. the episode so I can tie in the ICP Chris version Chris of them living Chris forever. Stoverson,
1: yes, um, I did. well, my sister bought my brother uh, <clears throat> for Christmas last year the Highwaymen uh,
0: album, uh, uh, the one with the blue sky and their silhouette f- feature. Uh, I not bl- silhouette, I but so.
1: it was uh, their, uh, it was an album because we got him uh, a record player too.
0: I would love to have a record, a vinyl of that.
1: That would Uh, be great. Yeah, the vinyl. The vinyls are coming back. Uh, But I have uh, Willie Nelson's Redhead Stranger CD. I opened it, but I've yet to play it. Hmm. And my only reason is I am waiting until... uh, a week from Sunday, on the twenty fourth, which would be uh, my dad's birthday. Right? Oh, and that's he, a
0: great time to play.
1: And it, dude. he loved uh, Willie Nelson. I mean, if I have to, if even if I'm drunk, I will just sit in my car because that's only see, YouTube he, it or so something. Yeah, I have. Yeah, <laughs> um, so. but I mean, if we could do a, a country episode, yeah, let's do that. Um, but. I know we do have a time crunch too because we'll,
0: we'll get a, we'll we'll sit down and we'll go over how to Once. what do we want to do for that episode because that's a good one because I I know our our what our last three are going to be for this year. Yeah, we got it. We yeah, uh, we definitely have to get to that. And uh, I I've been waiting. Yeah. So me too. I've been chomping at the bit, trying not to say it.
1: And and I haven't. I have listened to hardly anything. But I know uh, a new uh, video just came out. You
0: better get on it, man. Let's get to this last email before we get too sauce and give it away. Okay. Yeah. So our last email comes from Karina, our top listener here, which. Uh, her e- email says, what is an insult you received that you're proud of? I already know within a split second what mine is. I already fucking know because it came from some crazy bitch I was fucking around with. I didn't even get to fuck her. I just, it it the insult came at the end of our uh, aggressive goodbye. Uh-huh. And so I already know what mine is, but I want you to go first. Do you have... If you need time to think, I can go over mine.
1: Insult you're receiving proud of? What's an insult
0: you receive that you're proud of?
5: Yeah,
1: You know what? Something that one of my buddies always tells me is like, oh, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> well, Term I, of endearment? I've been told better. Uh, I've been told from better people.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. So I'm going to use that. <laughs> I've been told you. So you told him, "Fuck you, asshole." And he yeah, goes, I've been told he, worse his, by better his people. His response
1: was, "Oh, I've I've been heard, uh, I've been told worse from better
0: people. That's a good one. So if you called me a fucking asshole, then I would tell you, I've heard worse from better people. Yep. And that would be like you would sit there, it would force you to think, it would force you to be like, motherfucker, like you like, haven't heard it before, like like that's all you got. There's yeah. so much depth to that. I love it. That's good." That's really good. Yep, so Mine's then not then... as deep as that one, but it definitely resonates with who I am. So I was uh, on that Bumble app trying to you know oh, yeah. fuck around and find out to see <laughs> if I was going to find another person to love or whatever, or just a one night stand. Instead, I have two nightstands here. Well, um, I can't even get that. So my adventures with this gal is a lot of conversation. She ended up coming over. We had a couple of beers. And then we talked for, I don't know, a few weeks, whatever, had a couple beers. She took off. And then I had, I didn't say something that she expected to say after us hanging out. And she goes, I can't believe you said this and that, or you didn't say it was great to spend time with you, all this bullshit, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I'm sorry. I. Didn't live up to your expectations. I am who I am. It is what like it she is. she wanted
1: you to suck her asshole or some shit. No, no. Yeah, she, she wanted like, me to put her put on some
0: kind of pedestal or something. Yeah. And I didn't. And I was like, well, hey, we're just getting to know each other. And she goes, you fucking Trumpster. And I'm like. Oh, you felt me all warm and... I felt all warm and fuzzy inside. Like, oh, you know me so well. But it turns out she was a liberal, and not to get into too much politics, which we agreed not to do on here, but she was crazier in a bag of liberal cats. I swear to God. So I dodged a bullet there. So that's the that's the biggest insult I'm proud of. Like, you fucking Trumpster. I'm like, oh, I felt all warm and fuzzy inside. It's like, really? Like i felt like what you just said i've been told worse by better people Uh that wow those fucking that that goes together very well Yeah, it does like lamb and tuna fish (laughs) like why don't you say spaghetti and meatballs because if you don't like spaghetti and meatballs you can get the fuck out of here (laughs) so uh yeah that definitely yeah that was the best insult i've ever had so um and i'm very proud of it i did uh, all the emails that's it brother yeah well, that was a, There was another email by Johnny Vegas when I was oh, talking about you right. know getting a hold of uh, Sean Ely's music. Oh, but you know what? I- I'm curious. Then uh, would you mind? I don't mind.
1: Do You uh, want to read it? Yeah, you know, because you didn't you didn't tell, you didn't oh,
0: tell me. Oh, okay. So yeah, well, it won't be in the beginning of the episode. But so here we go. Um, so a guy, the guy Johnny Vegas that did that documentary mm-hmm. that had Sean Ely's song in there uh, over Carrie Hearts. Uh, you know, dirt bike video, which is the dirt bike video, is where he did the very first ever in the world backflip on a dirt bike. Okay, so uh, I, if you, I, I know,
1: I know the video.
0: Yeah, so if you want to look it up, it's called um, <laughs> "Good Times with Carrie Hart." The video was produced by a guy named, uh, well, his nickname is Johnny Vegas, but it's Jonathan Russell Sudbury. Um, I emailed him. I said, uh, "Let me see. Let me open up the full." I said, hi, my name is Mike. I am one half of the show Ready Player You podcast on Pandora and Spotify out in California. Our show had an email come through that sparked research into a few songs that appeared in your 2003 documentary on Carrie Hart, filmed by Johnny Vegas, in quotes. Through some research and digging, I found that the music was made by a man named Sean Ely. I have since been in contact with Sean and acquired the rights to his Acquired the rights to use his music in our show, and I'm currently preparing a show this Friday in which Sean will be a call in guest to talk to about two of the songs that are pre mentioned in this documentary. The issue I'm having in obtaining one of the songs from this documentary titled Midnight Sky, Sean has informed me that this song has made it onto the airwaves of radio stations in the 90s, which is Great, as it falls perfectly into this week's category since our podcast is covering music from the decade known as the 90s. Is there any way possible I could obtain a digital copy of Midnight Sky from you within the next 24 hours, as I know this is a truncated timetable to use for time in Friday's recording with Sean Ely? If this is not possible, I appreciate the time and thank you for at least hearing me out. Thanks again for your time. Uh, from Ready Player U Studios, and I sent an image of our email. Cool. Or our, our logo. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, awesome. he replied on the 14th, uh, Hey, Mike, I don't have any digital copies of Sean's music. The music came from an album or CD that Sean provided me from his band Drip Line many, many years ago. Your best bet would be to check with Sean about getting the CD. You're, all the best, Johnny Vegas. And, so, which, and which,
1: if you guys listen to the beginning <laughs> of the episode... And Sean's going to give you some...
0: He's going to give me some copies of this music. And, and, and I'm going to work on doing a better phone call quality, which I hope turned out great in the beginning. Uh, through the magic of editing, I'll do my absolute best to make it sound great. And if he's going to charge you for the CD, whatever, let me know and... You know. Dude, I I'm such a fan already. I will buy them. No. And no, 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 no. I it's, think I I I get the impression he's willing to just give me the copy, so we can at least. Uh, he wants to contribute to our show, which I'm flattered. Give, give an
1: offer at least.
0: I will I will try. And then and uh, no, if he turns have... me down three times, I tried three times. Which I'm an even numbers guy, but the respectable thing is to try and offer three times. You yep. know. Like exactly. if you try and I'm offer a lady your coat, you offer yeah. her three times. If she turns you down, then you try you know, three what, times. I do the
1: same thing because um, the, the girls I work with in uh, Delhi, you know, they have their, their wooden pallets. Yeah. And I see them. He's t- it's like, hey, you need help? No. Do you need help? No. You Are you help? sure
0: you don't need help? Like I'll say it three times, uh, Yeah, but I'll say it three different ways three times. Yeah. It's, uh, "Hey, Do you need help? No. Do you need help? No. Are you sure you
1: don't want help? Okay. Then I'll take it for him.
0: Yeah,
3: so if I say,
0: so if I'm going to do offer three times, I'll be like, are you sure you don't want a jacket? Or Do you want a jacket? Are you cold? No. Are you sure you don't want a jacket? No. Okay, well, I just wanted to make sure that you were taken care of. You know, it's no big issue. No big deal. Do you want my jacket? I have no problem with it. I'm run hot anyways. And if they say no a third time, then I was like, okay, well, I tried. You can't be mad at me. I gave you three chances.
1: Son of a bitch.
0: What? I just
1: thought about it. Someone's like, oh, you cold? No, you cold? No, you
0: cold? Because if you ask oh, it the okay. same way three times, it's, it's insulting. It's just
1: the way the way like you you present it. Yeah, exactly. The third time, I, I,
0: So if you I, ask I, it three I, times,
1: I fallen fall for that for the third time.
0: Right. So if you ask it three times, <laughs> they may say yes in the third time out of annoyance. But if you ask it three different ways, three different times, they may say, oh he really is putting effort into it,
1: or... I say it the same way twice, and then change
0: the third time a oh, different way. That's a different perspective. Huh. <laughs> well, given that we're pushing three hours, our first almost three-hour podcast, uh, I think we better get the fuck out of here, because I definitely got a lot of editing to do, and oh, yeah. more uh, more liquor to drink. <laughs> so, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. He- if you got any questions, uh, our email is readyplayerquestions at gmail.com. Um... If you like the show, tell somebody about it. Don't be a hoe. Tell somebody about it. Spread the word. Don't forget to like, subscribe. That way you get notifications when we have a new episode out. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on Pandora. Pandora. We're on Amazon Prime. Uh, Everything but Apple. I don't know why Apple hates us. I'm trying, but that that fruit company, like like Forrest Gump said, the fruit company. So I don't know why, but I, I've, I've, I've jumped through all their hoops. They won't let us on, or I maybe I'm missing something. I'll have to dive back into it. But between editing, producing, and working on our our merchandise store, I'm basically out of time. So. Yeah,
1: and you know what? It's, it's been so fun. Uh, I love this episode, and it's one of our longest that we've ever done. And
0: it's one of our... We've, I mean, legendary dude on our show. I can't believe we fucking... I I can't wait to do this again with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, A whole episode dedicated just to Sean Ely. Sean Ely designs. You can find him on Facebook. You can find him on Instagram. Um, He doesn't run those pages. He's not technically savvy, so he has friends that do it for him. So if you shoot him a message on any one of those apps, it may take a while to get a response because he is a very busy dude, which he forgot to mention. He has current project he is working with Jack Daniels right now doing a statue painting something so for the Indianapolis uh Indianapolis 500 400, or whatever
3: 400, yeah, huh?
0: 400 whatever I'm a little sauced right now give me a break I do a lot of work for the show as you do so um, but he's got a big thing coming out with Jack Daniels recently or uh, pretty soon for Indianapolis see um, so keep an eye out if you're if you're an Indianapolis fan. You're gonna watch, and you're gonna see one of his artwork designs. I don't know if it's a statue, a painting, but if you look up Old Man River podcast on YouTube, Old he describes man River. it. River, Old Man Liver. He, the, oh, Liv- the, the guy's oh. name is Old Man Liver, <laughs> so I think he named it like. And they're having a few shots and drinks on there, like we do. Uh-huh. And he talks about his current project with Jack Daniels. This was about a four-month-old podcast that Old Man Liver is on with him, and they, he talks about it on there. It's about a thirty-minute episode. Video and everything on YouTube, um, which hopefully we will achieve one day oh, yeah. once yeah. soon as we get new equipment. But he talks about his current projects, things like that. Sean Ely Designs. Uh, you can look him on YouTube. Uh, look him up on YouTube, right. and
1: uh, you know what? I just, just want to say that like, shit. We're almost to a thousand. We're almost to a thousand, dude. That's pretty
0: cool. I mean, it, since February. Since February, yeah. So how many months? What? It's not quite twelve. So was that ten months? No, nine months.
1: Uh, February. We could have made it.
0: We could have made a baby with somebody in the time it took us to get to almost a thousand Pretty listeners. Much. I just like to practice. I've already made a baby, so I've already got me a trophy. I've yet. I just to want to practice. That. I. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I. To, I can't imagine family. you uh, a daddy. That's a trip. I
1: would be a good dad.
0: You think so? I know. You're definitely very knowledgeable. That's for yeah. sure. You get them into comic books, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know what? Um, we yeah. got to get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> but since we're keep dragging it, but no, thank you for all your listenings, uh, your emails. Uh, you know, we appreciate you guys so much. And uh, Sean Ely.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he said
1: it right. He said it right. But, uh, thank you so much for the interview. I thought that was so fucking cool. Um we greatly appreciate you know, it, and hopefully we could do a episode, the, just with you. And no, this is the end of our uh, one hit wonders on the '90s. Yeah. Yep. So no, let us know. Like, how would you feel about us doing uh, one hit wonders of the '80s, like the years that
0: me and Mike were born, or? even early we could do one hit wonders of the generation or of 2000s. your choice yeah or if we got 2000s. a listener from the 50s 60s 70s whatever yeah. we could do one hit wonders of that generation I mean, 2000s, too
1: 2000s i think would be cool cuz that's after our high school days
0: that's when we were on our own like you ain't got to go home but so you got to get the fuck out of here how
1: many you know one hit wonders are there of the 2000s
0: dude there's one hit wonders of every decade that's why yeah. they have that that shitty compilation called that's what i call music yeah yeah, and yeah. they always put the fucking kids bop versions and shit and I hate that yeah. shit so uh, you but know what so from uh, Ready Player You
1: I am Matt and I am Mike and, and thank you we appreciate it we'll see, see you on the later. next one bye